Episode 11. Bum, bum, bum. I'm Mike Busey, joined by my co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. What's up, everybody? 11 episodes. 11 episodes. You know, I was in kindergarten, and the teacher ran out of little apples to put on the calendar. They were numbered, and I remember she would take off the apples... And then I just told my mom that, yo, yo, there's no more school. There's the fucking teacher ran out of apples. <laughs> and my mom believed it. So <laughs> I failed kindergarten. But you, you just stopped I, going because you told her she ran out of apples? Yeah, I took like, I, I think I might have been off. I mean, you know, when you're young, you don't really have a, a good perception of like reality. Everything's bigger. Yeah. Longer. Like, when's Christmas coming? Is it Christmas yet? But yeah, uh, I failed kindergarten because I stopped going to fucking classes. I told my mom that <laughs> that there was no more apples on the calendar and there was no more school, and she she totally bought it. <laughs> and I sat at home watching fucking uh, soap operas, all my children and shit. Didn't that eating suck? Eating grilled cheese sandwiches and tomato soup. Didn't that suck when you had to stay home for school because there's like a window until TV got good, like eight o'clock oh, in the yeah. morning to like Pro- noon. After nothing. Price is right. Everything's shit. Yeah. The best. The best part for me was uh, we had USA. USA was like a new network, I think, at the time, and we got it. And they played Magnum PI. Oh, that's my From shit. eleven o'clock till like noon. Still and, wearing these Hawaiian shirts, dude. Staying home watching Magnum PI was was my shit. Eating little sl- sandwiches cut like sharks. That was that was the best fucking day at home day for me man good times man things it's like you always hear don't grow up it's a trap and i fucking still believe it because i'm definitely still trying to hold on to every little bit i can there's whole new shit that affects me that like i could have sat my 20 year old self down and he'd have been like no way and i'm like no bro when you have to pee now you don't get a warning here's the deal like all right imagine me and you are 20 years old yeah and we're sitting in the middle of a field, in the middle of nowhere, no car, no nothing. We're just sitting there, and all of a sudden, a big cloud of fucking lightning bolt. And the next thing you know, us from the future comes, and we tell them like, "Yo, listen, do not fucking date that bitch. Trust me. Do not go to this party. Trust me. Do not get in this car. Trust me. We know damn good and well because we've seen it over generations and generations of civilization. We would still make the same fucking mistake. Yeah." Yeah, and the best part is knowing us, future us, would all be already be running late to see past us. So we'd only have time to like open up the time machine and be like, Psh! and I'd be like, don't fuck Jennifer, don't fuck Jennifer. Whatever time machine do. closes. Damn, yeah, exactly. I mean, I I look, we're I'm I'm kind of like uh, I don't know. I I guess I would say one of the few people that I know of that are almost forty, and I'm literally around young people, eighteen, nineteen, yeah. 20, 21, 25. 30 even 25 now. now like there's a lot of people we know that are 25 and that's a fucking world away from where we are yeah and and uh i always say to them like ah fucking i wish i knew what i knew now what i knew fucking 20 years ago shit but then when you're really honest with yourself you know damn good and well even if you fuck even if they showed you the movie gave you fucking uh, it, like marty mcfly coming back to try to stop doc from getting shot you're still mall. gonna fuck your mom yeah, well, you I know, mean, Marty I mean, McFly. You tell him no, and then he runs into her at a prom, looking all right and shit. And he's like, ah. "But are you sure she's my mom?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no one wants to slowly disappear and fade away in the <laughs> Polaroid photo. <laughs> no, we gotta re- we gotta go back in time. Like we all say, we would do shit differently. We but we know human nature. 
we act in the moment and because i kind of want to relive some of the shit i went through more than i could think of doing stuff differently i know dudes that if i was like yo listen here's the paperwork here's the doctor here's the fucking blood sample this girl's got full-blown aids they're gonna be like well i mean like you know i got a condom it's just how Full people blown are. or like half blown. Like, uh, you know, like I just feel, unfortunately, human nature does shit. Even, I mean, as they say, history is supposed to teach us something. We're supposed to look back and learn our lessons, but we don't. No. Because we continue on the same destructive path. How many times have you told yourself that's the last time I'm going to do that? And within weeks days you're doing the same Power. shit over well, look again. at what me and you are we're, we're heavy set dudes oh we're fat man we're fat yeah we said it we're fucking fat and the thing is we both know exactly what we would need to do to lose weight yeah we just aren't doing i it. always tell people when i get on my little fucking motivational speeches and shit on my social media and snap and instagram like i am fat because i want to be fat because if i yeah. didn't want to really 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 be fat i would fix it yeah no, I 100% agree with you. I am fat because I am choosing to go the path of least resistance instead of doing something about something that I complain about, I don't like it, and yet I'm like, mm. you know what You know what the worst part is? I'm not trying to be funny here, though. Um, I know this for sure. Fact, if me and you stopped getting pussy, boy. I've said this a million boy. times. I, bro, there was a point where... About two years ago, I was literally like dying. I feel sleep <laughs> you apnea. Like 400 I, couldn't, some I couldn't wipe my fucking own asshole. Still getting your dick sucked. Still getting my dick sucked by bad, bad fucking sexy ladies, and uh, yeah, and I was just like, maybe I should tell these girls to like, no, stop, don't fuck me because it's not gonna keep me motivated. Yeah, and you know, as they say, like you always keep the haircut, you got the most pussy in and stuff. Yeah. Well, I've been rocking this haircut for a long fucking time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I am. If there was like a, honestly, I wish there was a way to analyze the statistics and enter me into some type of world record. I am pretty sure that I've had the most sexual conquest of a fat dude with a very small penis with up to, up to four years ago, zero money. Yeah. Even crazier fucked up jack-o'-lantern teeth. Okay. Two years ago, my living teeth, in a haunted house, living in a closet of a house yeah. that looked like a haunted house, in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere, with, living off hot dogs. Yeah, with no, no amenities when the girl got there because there would rarely be food or anything at the house. Yep, I always see guys like ah, I, I, I once a week I see a message from a guy or a comment like, oh yeah, these girls only fuck you because you fucking pay them or or. Oh, yeah, it must be nice to be all fucking did it. I wish you paid them because then we could say you have to leave now. Well, you got your money. That's what they say. You're not paying for the sex. You're paying to get the fuck out of your house. You don't pay a hooker to come. You pay a hooker to leave. Yeah, so um, I I wish I could just climb through the phone and just get in a time machine and be like, nah, player, I was fat, ugly, retarded looking, and still fucking sexy ladies. And. And not because I was, like, offering money or, like, yo, you want to trust some no. of this blow, baby? Come on, with some of this blow, baby? Yeah. No, I, I don't do that shit. That shit turns me off. I don't, I don't like drugs. I, don't, I just li- drink liquor when the You don't even like when girls smoke weed, around. man. You know? Like, yeah, like, weed's been cock-blocking me my whole fucking life. And, and, and I've, never, I've never done anything, like, sexually improper. Mm-mm. I don't ever, like, I've never, like, purposely, like... Yo, get drunk and let's black out. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there drinking water, pretending she fucking 
wait for her to get drunk and, and victimize her or something. Like, there's, I know guys that literally, like, they will fucking go to the liquor store. And then I've seen guys, like, get stay sober and, dr- like, I wouldn't say drug because I've never seen something like that. But let somebody get drunk while they're sober. I've heard people say disgusting fucking crazy rumors like, oh, yeah, don't go over the sauce castle. They're all drug and raping girls. And I'm just like, oh, so what guy, uh's girlfriend came over and sucked one of my homie's dicks? Yeah, because that's where a Mike Busey, Sausage Castle hater, is born. Yeah, and we're living a we live in a society now where it's so common and so easy to just say crazy shit. And you got to think about it: if you're, you know, in a in a relationship and you're dating a girl and she's, you know, she's a little, she likes to party. My girl likes to party all the time, party yep. all the time. Oh, hey, Bobby, I'm just going like, to go hang out with Jennifer. We're having a summer party. I love you. Good night. And then Bobby's like, where the fuck you going? And he shows up to Jennifer's house and Jennifer and, and her ain't there. And next thing you know, someone posts a fucking MySpace post or some shit. Or, I'm talking, this has been happening since the beginning of time. You were at the Sausage Castle. I fucking hate you. And it's crazy because I see guys always love to talk shit. And that's where it comes from. Or like girls they want to hate because they're not comfortable with their own sexuality. So girls who want to get, you know, want to be promiscuous and have fun. They love to talk shit about girls who actually do it. And and low key, they they want the dick more than anyone. They're like feeding for the dick. The funniest part is, and and this happened to... uh, this happened to me and AK at one of your parties. When somebody comes up, apologize. You don't even know. They're at a party hanging out. And they're like, hey, man, I, I just want to apologize. And you're like, what's up, man? Like, I'm always thinking they broke something. And I'm like, don't don't worry about it. I'll find somebody to fix it. Like, no, you know, last year I was talking all that shit about this place. Yeah, oh, so many times. And I'm times. like, get the fuck out of here. I don't I don't want an apology. I just don't want you having a good time here after you ran your mouth shit talking. Oh, if I had a dollar, and I say this very humbly. For every time someone's like, hey, man, listen, I just want to say sorry because, like, I just had this whole other idea of you. And I get it. Listen, from the beginning of this Internet shit, when YouTube first came out, I was posting some of the gnarliest, craziest shit out there. I was definitely one of the first, like, I would say 100,000, maybe 50,000, maybe even 10,000 people. I was telling people, like, yo, there's this thing called YouTube and you post videos. They're like, what is it? Like, I was explaining it to people, like, all over the country. Yeah. And I was posting gnarly, crazy shit because I thought that's what they wanted to see. And, and it was. They wanted to see the crazy, the funny stuff. And that's what kind of, like, helped my popularity. And plus, like, I was already doing stuff before social media. So I was kind of, like, hot in the streets before there was social media. But when, uh, when people were able to watch it, I kind of wanted to always show them. Because when you're younger, you always every guy is pretending to be rich. Yeah, like, like oh yeah, everybody's baby, got, got twenty five thousand dollars more than they have when you're when you're when Shit, you're younger. That's, that's a fucking. I know motherfuckers that are running around right now, fucking paying, got ten credit cards to buy a bottle at the club. No one damn gonna well if they don't fuck that night, they're gonna go on suicide watch and fucking fucking. Right they're like disputing wrist. the bottle right outside the club. They're like, hello, a visa? Somebody yeah. used my credit card to buy a bottle. What the fuck? So. I think uh, a big help to my popularity was is I just kept it. I started, like, keeping it 100% real, and I started showing my audience, like, yo, yo, being, like, successful and shit's cool, but being uh, real with it is even cooler because 
I would like tell people like I'm fucking broke as fuck. I can't I can't do go out tonight, baby. I got I don't got nothing to eat. You know what I'm saying? And they would be like, Oh my god, you're so stupid. <laughs> I remember moving here four years ago, come October, and seeing girls like you can kind of see it in their face. They're like, Oh hey, so which car outside is yours? I'm like, Oh, you see that fucking 1994 Econolon fucking van leopard print? That's mine, baby. And they're like, ha no, for real. Like, which one? I'm like, okay, listen, bitch. I don't think uh, you fucking give a fuck. You're not like Automotive Weekly here. You're not like fucking into NASCAR or like fucking, you don't have a Lamborghini tattoo. She got that snap-on calendar in her fucking yeah. bedroom. I doubt you're fucking uh, Automotive Junkie. I know what the fuck this conversation's going. I've been to L.A. Like, so what color's your Lambo? I get it. I know where we're going. And, yes, that's my fucking 1994 Econ van that I put a fucking put three thousand dollars into rescuing that i paid uh because my homie who was working for me needed some child support money so i bought it off him blindly and spent i basically had the most expensive 1994 econ van in the world how many years have you had that van too i'd say maybe eight eight maybe, if, maybe, if not more the van's unkillable yeah and uh and and man it's listen everyone's attracted to shiny things and success and all that shit like that but if you can't, like, I, I, I want to speak to a lot of my, I've almost thought about, like, and I have, I have done it publicly on my, like, social media and stuff, dealing with, like, nerdy dudes or who, like, people who have problem with, like, interacting, like, social skills. Because even if you're the most unattractive guy in the world physically, you still have a chance, and I'm a fucking perfect example of that, okay? No one is looking at my body going, oh, my God, I can't wait to fuck him. They just, it's like you, man, yeah. like good vibe. You're a good dude. I mean, it, it, it hurts me, but, and it used to distraught the shit out of me when I would hear someone say some crazy shit. I've had a guy cock block me one time, like two in the morning. We were coming back from the club and there was this girl talking to me and I guess this dude was at her house and she was getting ready to come over to my house and he's like, don't go over there. He, he raped my sister. And what the fuck? fast forward like uh, six months later, he never had, he didn't, doesn't even have a sister. And he like apologized like, yo, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. It's horrible. You don't fucking see what people he don't just get. didn't want her to come over my house so bad that he was willing to throw so much shade on my yeah. name and my brand and everything. And I get it. Listen, there are people that come around here every now and then that are fucking shitty people that are willing to like kind of prey on fucking you know the wrong yeah because it's like a nightclub here yeah it's no different from anywhere else except you know fucking we haven't had anyone die yet yeah thank god and 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 we don't cover shit up we handle shit yeah man i mean it's it's actually sad because we live in a, a very big crazy culture that's all about canceling and and unfortunately men and women women and men uh when when women say the, the r word and they throw it around like it's fucking nothing it's it's actually discrediting and hurting the people who actually have, uh, like for example, every time I get on social media, I see a fucking ad for were you a, were you in the Boy Scouts? Did your troop leader doodle you? Uh, swipe up and fucking win lots of money. And I've seen this fucking ad so many times. Me too. And I'm like, yo, I was in the Boy Scouts. And I'm like, keep seeing this ad for almost a year. I'm gonna borrow now. your merit badges just so I can make some come up cash. And I'm like, like, yo, I'm like, this this ad got me questioning. Maybe maybe I did get touched. Maybe maybe fucking Troop Forty Nine did get fucking doodled a little I bit. Wonder maybe, if I hit maybe got a paycheck coming. I wonder if I hit him like this, and I'll be like, listen, I know everybody's trying to settle for fifty thousand dollars. There's court cases, fifteen hundred. 
right now. You take care of my guy, my lawyer, put a little five in his pocket, 15 in mine. We're going to walk the fuck out of here. No problem. And I, I do this to all the troops. I've always, like, questioned because I've, 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 I've always, like, kind of been, I, I think it, they might be in the same mentality as, like, a, a psychopath or a, a serial killer. Yeah. Could you imagine wanting to go to a public bar? And then you sprinkle or squirt or whatever the fuck you spike some girl's drink, and then you have to like, like prey on her all night, yeah. like follow her around, and then you basically I don't what do you do you you take her corpse and you throw it over your shoulder like Dude, a caveman this, and, and put her in a Honda they Civic gotta be, like you and said, drive back to your shitty apartment. And, and that's rape her? not gonna be where it ends for them. This person, anybody who's like spiking drinks and, and, and raping, is on the way to raping and murdering. You know. Like, they gotta be. They gotta be. That's gotta be. That. That's gotta be like the, the. It can't. Like it's like people. Like I said, people do taxidermy. Like if they taxidermy animals, that's not the end. You do taxidermy for more than uh, fucking five years, and you're you're kidnapping runaways and making you little think fucking. That's where all the silly killers are hiding under. Oh yeah. Look, if you're like, hey, I like to make uh, animal molds. Or, you know, put all, them in little all positions. All three taxidermists just unsubscribe to this <laughs> yeah. podcast. And one of them's freaking out, burning his lab <laughs> underneath his He's house. Like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Dump all the formaldehyde down the toilet now. Why is every taxidermy shop next to a railroad track? Mm, you know? Interesting. <laughs> no, and and, and uh, what's so ironic is, like, I get it. There's a lot of fucking ugly old dudes who have money that are, like, j- basically fucking shoveling cocaine down young girls' yeah. noses. And, hey, baby, you know you want this iPhone, baby? You know what this iPhone, baby? It fucking sucks when, when like... We cross paths with one of those guys. We see them. We, we know it. They, they exist. Yeah, and we cross paths sometimes, and we're like thinking, these guys are legitimate businessmen with big houses, boats, and stuff. And sometimes me and Mike have this. I'm going to lay it out there. Sometimes we have this thing where we have, it's almost like a self-esteem thing, where we sometimes delegitimize ourselves, and we meet like lawyers and doctors, and we're like, holy shit, those guys are, they're the real deal, you know? Like, we're, 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 what's we're crazy entertainers. Is most people won't even talk about this because they have some type of guilty conscience or something. But when you don't have a guilty conscience, yeah. you can talk about this. Yeah. Even on a fucking a social media platform. Well, we meet these rich people that are like doing other things that we we look up to. The kind of businesses your your parents told you were always good, and and we feel like they're successful, good people. And then we find out they're fucking dirt bags. Dude, I was in a wedding, and I won't say who, until I forget. Remember the <laughs> name? It just blurted out. Uh, I was in a wedding. Josh Van Tessel. And, and I was literally at, at a bachelor party and watched the groom literally fuck like yeah. the stripper in the back of a oh limo. Oh, my God. And then here I am standing at the altar with this dude. And I'm friends with the chick. And I've known her since like high school. And I just met the dude. Me and him were like broning out. We're cool. And he kind of like gives you that look like, hey, this is between us, right? <laughs> and I'm like. What the drinking, fuck you- I'm just like, oh shit, oh yeah, man, yeah, do your thing, boss, and and I'm just like sitting there in this church, and I'm just like, damn, man, this this my friend, she has no idea, this yeah. motherfucker, and I get it. Listen, I live a very fucking hippie, promiscuous fucking, it's all love, baby, but. If I'm going to fucking go to a church and get married, she better be there with me fucking that stripper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, guys, it's so hard. It's a hard thing. to. It's easier said than done, but telling the truth is the best thing to do because yeah. you don't have to keep up. And you're like me. You're really bad at remembering some shit. You don't. If you if you start lying to your girl or whatever relationship situation you're in, uh, it's almost impossible to keep track. And yeah. Think, trust me. Girls will remember. Yeah. I do. You know the one thing I do remember is when I meet a girl, I always say, "Hey, you know, you know, you know." Every now and then you get in that conversation. So how many, you know, how many, how many, how many, uh, how many dicks you got in your belt? 
And then, like, six months later, you're like, hey, listen, baby, just trying to question. How many dicks have you fucked? Like, oh, like, ten. I'm like, hold up. I'm the only motherfucker. You've been. And you don't say nothing. Yeah. And you wait again, and it's sometimes the number goes down, it goes back up. It's and like it's Wall just, Street. Yeah, it's crazy. But back to the rape shit. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like. Segway. Segway. It's, it's, I get it. Like, they're creepy, fucking rich, old dudes. Or fucking young little frat boys are doing shady shit, but I just I've I've always been disgusted by the drug scene. Yeah. And if there was like an entire fucking Swedish volleyball team and they were all literally in the back of a room fucking finger banging themselves with their legs up in the air, begging me for like drugs or like yo please just do this. I've had girls pressure me beyond beyond as I've never even smoked weed. In, in I know. Yeah. Well, I have to say this for the for our listeners. I've never touched it. It doesn't make me a better person. It just makes me have a much cooler story because I've been around this shit my whole life. And I have literally had some of the biggest celebrities in the world, like, literally pass a blunt to me. I'm pretty sure I've got a contact high on a few tour buses with some very famous black rappers. And um, to this day, it's just not my thing. And it's cool. I, I like to only drink to enhance my fun. I don't need it. I don't drink when I'm like I, – I did when I was younger – few times get all depressed about my girl. I don't know where she's at. She's answering the phone. I'm like, I love this bitch. And I'm crying in the fucking nightclub, drinking coconut fucking Malibu rum, crying. I see photos on MySpace the next day. I'm like, I'm falling asleep at the bar and shit, all depressed. You, If you drink or you're doing any type of things to, like, try to, like, cover up something you're already dealing with, it never fucking works, man. It yeah. never works. Anytime you pull in some shit where you're, like, running from your emotions, you're going to find yourself slamming into them at some point. And that's the worst part. Like you don't, they don't, you don't fucking get away from your emotions. You don't you don't outrun them? It just, it just, uh, it never works out. It never does. Because there's been times when I was younger and I would, I'm like, yeah, I fucking love this bitch. I think she's fucking blah blah blah. Listen, she belongs to the streets, man. You gotta learn. Like you gotta learn. You just gotta learn. Like stop loving them. I tell you, the worst thing is, and, and I'll tell you the truth. The worst thing is if you ever get jealous. Jealousy is horrible because all when you destroy you, it'll destroy you because the thing is you're making scenarios up in your head that if they are your true, your mind will play games on you. Yeah, if they are true, you don't need to be with this girl. Yeah, if they are true, you don't need to be with her. I I saw a girl's car downtown one time after me and her had been hooking up for like months, and I cruised downtown and saw her car out at like the bars, parked at the bars and stuff like that. And then I text her. I was like, hey, what you up to? And she texts me. She's just like at home. And nowadays, iceberg, cold blood in my veins. I'd have been like, true. Can't have nothing to do with her. Or talk to her the next day. Be like, what's this at home? And I said, but that night I was like, okay, why are you lying to me? Blah, blah, blah. Like like 20 years old already. Like, And this is this is back when you had 15 text messages before your plan was now charging you a dollar a text. So I ended up spending like $36 <laughs> yelling at this bitch. And you know what? You know what? None of it made me feel better. None of it made me feel better. It never better. does. And, and she got the upper hand because she iced me because she was like, I'll talk to you when I'm done. And I'm like, damn. Now, Bro, now I'm up and wait. When I, when I first started broadcasting live on social media, I would – literally be that dumb young girl and start blabbing oh my god my fucking girlfriend da, da, da. and i was like getting all of my feelings and shit super pussy yeah. super pussy shit because i really really care about this one particular girl and you know she uh she she uh we started dating 
And uh, she didn't uh, want to come to my Halloween party. She wanted to come to her own little Halloween party she had. She lived about two hours away from me. And I was like, nah, no, listen, you don't understand. Me and Halloween, we're like, this is the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay? You don't. You, you can't date me and not come to my Halloween parties. We we breaking up. We breaking up. She's like, oh, my God, are you serious? But then you could kind of tell, like, you know, Mm, you, you ever you ever like not know it? You don't. You ever you ever when you're younger and dumb and, and get crazy, you accuse a girl of lying like repeatedly, and you don't even think she's lying, but you're like, you know, I know you're fucking lying, you Just fucking bitch. Let me and gaslight then, you into telling me what I want to hear. And then there's that one moment they're like, okay, I'll tell you. You're, you're like, like, no. <laughs> it's like that Drake song. Don't keep swiping to the left. You're gonna see some shit you don't want to see. Yeah, I've had that before, and. So I sent something was up. So I broke up with her, and it was at this at my party. This was drunk people in costumes, like seven or six, which is if you don't know, I have the the biggest craziest. It's the best Halloween party. It's like in the, town. it's it's it is the fucking greatest. It really is Halloween the best party. Halloween party in town. In town, fuck the town, the whole goddamn fucking world. Fucking, I would say the state or the country. I'd say all right, the whole. You think motherfuckers in Korea are having a better Halloween party than me? No. Do they even celebrate that shit? I don't know. We'll, we'll fact check it later, okay? It's North Korea. It's just Dennis Rodman and fucking Kim. Right, and he's Dennis like, Rodman's there. It's going to be pretty cool. So but. a pretty spooky Halloween party. I'm having a hunt, Dennis Rodman. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I had multiple times I got invited to the, the, the Playboy Mansion, but it was always during my shit. And I've never been able to like have a good Halloween other than last year. We had the Halloween party before the actual date of Halloween. Yeah. And we took the tour bus. Then we would out. go out for Halloween, yeah. yeah. And then I dressed up like Captain Spaulding and blacked out, got abducted by aliens, throwing midgets, having sex with girls I don't even fucking remember. Apparently, everyone's watching it. The tour bus is all on fucking camera. I'm yeah, that fucking, was the first time you've been able to go out on Halloween in years. Yeah, and it's the first time in many, 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 many years that I dressed up. And yeah. When I dress up, it's a big deal. Because, like, I'm always, like, too busy. I'm working. I can't get dressed up. And I feel like I'm being sometimes too cool for school. But then I'm like, man, I, I can't be, like, yelling at somebody to get in the fucking bar. We're lo- get security, where are you? If I'm dressed up like a fucking clown. <laughs> I tell you this, though. I do say this. You brought something up that's true. If you're a guy out there and you get invited to a Halloween party and you're too cool for school, you're not cool at all, motherfucker. Uh, listen, if I you clown will on not, motherfucker so hard. Oh, my God. Who won't get dressed up for a Halloween party? What a fucking punk. We had a guy one time, it's, it's like, drunk people in costumes, like, two or three. He's like, I gotta be have a costume. We're like, yeah. He goes out to his car and takes like a, a fucking beer beer box and then I'm beer man and he put it on his head and we let him in and I was like, that'll be the last time that ever happened. <laughs> and I always put on the flyer like I had a friend that stopped talking to me because I put Jesus on the flyer and he had like a little cell phone up. I, I photoshopped this what which before it was called Photoshop it was called Microsoft Paint and I fucking found like a photo of Jesus with a phone. When back in the day, when Google, you remember when you Google image shit back in the day? You only got like 10 images and that's yeah, that it. Was there it. was no page two. All right. And I'm over here making this flyer. My friend's like, and Jesus is like, yo, what's up, Bobby? It's going to be a real fucking rager at the Sus Castle. You know how they do. Don't play no bullshit games. You know, come with good vibes only. Security strictly enforced. Da, da, da. My friend literally stopped talking to me. He's like, how dare you put Jesus on the flyer? I mean, like, he asked me. He was blowing me up. He was like, hey, let me I was like, what do you mean? Jesus was keeping the peace. He was telling him. Motherfucking party people to don't drink and drive because I've always been very, very anti that. I've never, ever got behind the wheel intoxicated. I've walked my motorcycle home one time three, three fucking miles after having like I think I had like a Jello shot and like a and a Jaeger bomb or some shit. And I was like, nah, not because 
I don't think I can drive drunk. I can fly a fucking helicopter drunk. Matter of fact, I've done many amazing, great things drunk. I've had some of the best sex when I'm drunk. I fucking have been more funny when I'm drunk. However, I'm scared of the police pulling me over and ruining my life. So I don't drink and drive, baby. I will never drink and drive again. Not since I was in my like twenties, and I used to. And I'm gonna say it honestly: this radio is fucked up because no, we're honest. We, yeah, we, we, could, we, we, we we could be honest. I'm gonna say no matter how good you think you can drive drunk, you can't fucking. You're drunk. You're drunk. You can do something stupid and something. And this is a, a true story. I was at the Ale House one time. I used to bartend over at a restaurant over there, Buca de Pepe over there by Florida Mall. I've been there. And I was at the Ale House getting wasted. And I met these guys. I was hanging out. And they were like, oh, we're all in town for right business. Right there at the Florida Mall shopping plaza. I've yep. been to Ale House too many times. And I met these guys who were in town for business. You know, back in the day, we used to have huge conventions. And these guys are like, oh, they're shelling out dough, buying shots. We're having a blast with my friend Allison. She leaves. We're all still all hanging. And then. I go, all right, and I'm wasted, and I should not get behind the wheel, and these guys are wasted. This is pre-Uber days, and it's like calling Yellow Cab, and no one's picking uh, up. You know, I'm they like, had the game. They had the market corner, too. Yeah. That's going to be $150. $100. Yep, so I'm like, fuck it, and this is a bad thing to do, but I said, fuck it, guys. I'll take us home. So I took everybody home, and then I woke up in the morning, and I was like, shit, where's my car? And I was like, oh, that's the worst. I was like, oh, God, I can't find my car. I can't find my car. So I could not find my car, and I went to work the next day, and then somebody was like, I saw your cars at the ale house. And I was like, no, no, my car's not at the ale house because I, I, I drove these guys home. No, I drove their rental car home. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't know who the fuck these guys were or where. They, I dropped them off, I guess, at their hotel, and I was like, bye, guys. And they're like, bye, Miguel. What's, <laughs> what's fucking crazy is the fact that I will never, ever, ever, ever. I don't care if I had, like, one drink, like, four hours ago. I'm like, I'm not fucking driving, but here's where I'm wrong, and then I'm, I'm a man yeah. to admit this. I'm like, yo, uh, yo, fucking Tony, you fucking driving? <laughs> Tony's had way too many fucking Long Islands, and I've been in some situations. I'm like, yo, pull over. I, I ain't trying to die. And then my my latest scare tactic, it hasn't I haven't used it in a while, many years, but I remember, uh, and I remember being in a car, and a girl was in. A, she was basically kidnapping me. And uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, take me home. But I like started to kind of notice she was a little more drunker than me. I was like, yeah, yeah, you, oh, I'm not driving. She's like, well, well, I guess I'll drive. And I've been in some situations where, dear Lord, baby Jesus, thank you so much. For, I'm still alive, and, and we never died or killed no one else. But there were times where I'm like, yo. And you know girls, they try to act like, I got this. Yeah. I got it. I'm like, no, you don't. Just chill the fuck out. You would think people that drive drunk would actually be more alert. They're yeah. actually not. They're like, I've seen one because they're time, drunk. They're not making good decisions. We do a whole podcast on this this topic alone. I, me and my buddies actually pulled over a car. We chased it down <laughs> the four hundred eight going downtown Orlando, and it was side swiping the fucking uh, the center the guardrails and the, shit. The center like concrete yeah. uh, barrier. <laughs> Sparks flying. We're like, whoa! What the? The car's like weebling and wobbling. We're thinking it's gonna flip over. This bitch is gonna die. We pull up there. She gets off an off ramp. She stops at a red light. And I jump. I'm like, I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of the car. You're fucking drunk, you dumb bitch. And she freaks out. She flies, guns it. We literally jump in the car. We're like, and we're just like, yo, we gotta like, yeah. We're we're waiting for this girl to die or kill someone. And we literally went all the way back to her house. She went to her house, and we watched her go in. And it was 
the most craziest. We, I, I, I think she thought I was like the cops or I was going to kidnap her or something. She freaked out and drove more. And this motherfucker was like, I can could, I could tell you a story. I've seen this fucking truck on Orange Avenue right there by Discovery Church. Yeah. Right there at Lee's Lakeside. We talked about yeah. me doing all the fucking medical science shit. <laughs> Your morphine days. Morphine shit. And I seen a truck, a work truck with like work bed trucks flip over. And like around 2 in the morning, we were coming from downtown. And it was no one on Orange Avenue. And it flipped over. I was like, oh, shit. We stopped. I'm like getting ready to run up there, like do CPR. I'm going to rescue. I'm like, I'm about to save someone's life. And I run up there. This dude's like, ugh, ugh, like some fucking construction worker, like got a pretty good suntan. Most likely is doing some hardcore drugs. He looks at me ugh, and runs off down into the woods on the other side of Orange Avenue. Never to be seen again. And there's tools everywhere. And this is a major fucking highway in Orlando. I've seen some shit. You I, could talk a whole fucking show about this. I got uh, me and my buddy. We're, we're driving back. And we, saw, we we weren't drunk at all. We're coming from... Because when you work restaurants, you just get off late. And so you see all the drunks, too, you know? Yeah. And we saw this lady on OBT. And she just went... You know, we're Michi- there's Michigan and OBT coming from, like, Kissimmee. So you're heading north. She just the turn was probably 15 feet in front of her and she turned before then and went straight into a bench or a sign or something and just kept driving and then hit some bricks in a building so my buddy was driving me back home so we pulled up this is the best mike we pulled up to her and my buddy's like are you okay and she was like kind of out of it and this is back when i had a flip cell phone so i'm like fuck it man razor yeah i'm gonna call 911 right now man (laughs) which was like the second time in my life i called 911 the first time was like in school when they had you learn to do it you're like all right i'm ready for this i've trained trained my whole life for this i know my address everything i'm gonna call i'm gonna save someone's life and he's like hey she's she's like passed out bro i'm like i'm gonna call 911 so i'm like oh come like like hey 911 what's your emergency like Hey, I'm on the corner of OBT and Michigan. And then all I hear is my buddy screaming. He's like, you stop that fucking bitch. But she maced him. She woke up. Wow. Saw him in her car. She's trying to save this bitch and she maced your homie? She thought that he was like, try- I guess she thought he was trying to rob her or rape her or whatever. She maced him. He's like, you stupid fucking bitch. She got him right in the face. And then they're like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. He's like, she fucking maced me. And then she's like, someone call the police. And I'm like, I'm on the phone with the cops. The cops show up. They uh, They took her away. And then they told my buddy, all they told my buddy was like, you want to pour some like milk in your face or something? And then this is the best line they tell him. They're like, hey, if you're going to take a shower, put a condom on your dick because all the oil is going to run down. He's like, we've been here dick. before. We, yeah. know what, we know how to, the protocol. <laughs> they didn't They didn't phase it. There was I, no compassion. Been, I'm almost four years old. I've never heard that. Thank you for uh, educating me. Yes. Put a condom on your dick if, you mace, if you've been maced because they say the oil is going to run down your body and there's a good chance it's going to run on your dick. So all those hipster motherfuckers in Seattle, fucking protesting you're not registered to vote and you're trying to cause a fucking a riot make sure you got a condom and make i don't sure think you put any a condom do. on your fucking when you pour your liberal when you dick. Pour fucking <laughs> milk on your eyes because you try to save a lady hey but you know what i want to get back to d-pick because that's coming D-Pick up stands for drunk people in costumes that's how long it has a nickname it has it has a what's what's the word when you call like an acronym acronym yeah, yeah thank you and it's funny because My people public, think uh, public school education failed me. Personally. People always think it's for dick pick. People are like, "What's the dick pick?" What's the dick pick? It's oh, drunk I do people those all the time. And it's the twenty-first year of the Halloween party this year. Last year was a big one, twenty year. Yeah, we had big deal. We had struggle Jennings. We had uh, stitches. DJ Paul from DJ Three Paul Six Mafia. From 36 Mafia. A bunch of other crazy Instagram people who have millions of followers because they have abnormalities. 
<laughs> it was a good time. I want. I'm going to tell this story. I'm I had a lot of good sex consensually. I'm going on record with this story. We had long neck. If you guys have ever seen Daddy Long Neck, and uh, Mike knows that I have a special special place in my heart for me and Daddy Long yes, Neck's adventures because I'm always. <laughs> Daddy Long Neck's a cool dude, but yo, he mumbles. He got that mumble voice, like, "Ang man, ang man, you are you doing me a favor, man?" And uh, one of the things was Long Neck and his cousin, they're not a, uh, they're not used to flying. They're not a, uh, they're not world travelers, Mike Busey. You know, this, this is true. So I go to go pick Long Neck up from the airport, and I'm like, "Hey man, what airline are you flying?" And he's like. We flying into Orlando. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man. But what airline are you flying into? He's like, the one that fly into Orlando. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, man. Speaking but of that, it, fucking it long neck would actually piss. He actually, I guess he broke his leg or some shit. No, he said he broke his leg. He fell know. down. His leg. His legs are the size but of he, a pipe cleaner. He couldn't walk around, so he started pissing in bottles. And right now, I'm pissing in a fucking jug. <laughs> and I wish you would have brought jug. this jug because this is the jug we actually. <laughs> Used to mix the slurpy mix, <laughs> but I had to pee so bad. I didn't want to interrupt the show. But this, so for all those that keep us court at home, this is the second time I pissed live in the middle of the show. You're pissing in the slurpy mix jug, man. Oh, I'm fucking filling the bitch up. I'm getting another jug for us for slurpy mixes. Yeah, Steven, throw do. that bitch away. That's not a pig jug or anything. Some healthy piss right here. It's pretty clear. <laughs> oh man, so fucking gross, when get, man. When you get old, man, it just hits you. Look but yeah, long neck check was it up. out. Check it out. <laughs> there it is. That's about a good a fucking twelve ounces of urine. Long neck was upstairs. Let me smell it. Yep. He says it's, it's pissed. He said Came his legs. He said his legs couldn't work. So when he left, we found all these bottles that he had been pissing in. Son of a bitch. Upstairs in the bunk. Yeah, he's like, ah, I can't, I can't move. I'm just gonna piss in. And then when we when he left, we literally found. He was nice enough to put the lid back on the bottle. <laughs> And, and then he brought his cousin. His cousin was throwing up everywhere. Oh, God. Every night, his cousin would get blackout drunk and throw up somewhere. <sighs> Don't. I have flashbacks. I remember, um, I'd say, drunk people in costumes. I think it might have been 10 at the end of the night. And normally, every. Not normally. Steven, every, real quick, you will throw that away, please, for me, sir. Or I will. Or put a bullet hole in it so that no one makes slushy mixes. Because you know I drink more goddamn slushies than anyone in this fucking house. Mm, lemonade. The I, best part favorite. is, too. The so funniest part is, I was like, I was going to look away when you were peeing. And I look, and I look straight at the fridges back there. And I was like, mmm, slushy. And then you were like, this is what we make the slushies. And I'm like, God. I just got to keep it real. So stop drinking the slushies. They're all mine. <laughs> You were saying uh, D-Pick 10? Uh, I don't even know. I was telling a story about... A, oh, I was telling the story about a, a girlfriend who didn't want to come to a Halloween party. Oh, you are telling that earlier, earlier. Though you yeah. were just about well, to say know, something. You know how I do. You yeah. know, I circle back around like five podcasts later. I'm like, so guys, remember podcast four? Well, it's I'm a choose remember. your own adventure podcast. If you Someone, want Mike to finish this story, jump to page 65. Yeah, exactly. If you want him to go to the cave of spiders, continue reading. So this girl didn't want to come. And uh, I said, all right, all right. So I was single, ready to fucking mingle. I was a little hurt. I was a little sad and depressed inside. And... It's always weird when you're like sad and depressed. There's always something like kind of, at least for me, I don't know, I don't know about everyone else, but this hot ass little fucking girl, Victoria, she was dressed up as the Home Depot hoe, the little fucking orange apron. And uh, I had just broken up with my girlfriend like a day or two 
ago. And you started dating the new one? No, well, let me get you up to there. She was like, we're all hanging out, and the cops show up, and I am had to walk, like, fucking uh, two football fields down my long-ass driveway back at South Carolina 7. And I'm talking to them like, Argh. and if I was sober, I could, I never wanted to talk to the cops. I had to be fucking drunk because then I just stopped caring as much, you know. But I showed up down there drunk, and she's like, hey. And I seen this girl eyeballing me all night. And Putting home, the ocular fuck down. My homie Dan brought her, and I just didn't know, like, what the situation was. But she kept eye, and she's hot, smoking hot, beautiful. She keeps eyeballing me. And I'm I'm I just broke up with my girlfriend like 48 hours ago. I'm sorry, still staring, wearing the same fucking drawers that I fucking broke up with her in. And uh, she's like, "Hey, do you want me to go down there and walk with you to see the cops?" I was like, "Actually, yeah." So I'm like not even thinking nothing crazy. I'm thinking, okay, they're gonna see this hot girl. The cops are gonna fucking be like, "All right, nothing to see here. Move it along." And that's what they did. But then she had another idea, and she kind of like pulled me over to the side. And uh, you remember when you, the old house, you, when you drove right through the gate, right there to the right, that's where we had the haunted trail? Yeah. She pulled me over there in the fucking middle of in the woods, in the mud, in the mud, and I laid her down and fucked her fucking brains out in the mud. And then we did the walk of shame all the way back down the driveway, covered in mud. And uh, where was this going? I don't know. <laughs> but then I started dating her. I dated her for like two years. Where and shit. was any of this going? But then I started dating the girl that I broke up with. I started breaking her. Uh, okay, but you broke up. Okay, she didn't want to go. She didn't want to go to the Halloween party. There was something that was going to be there. So she found out that I had hooked up with this other with girl. the mud bitch. Yeah, she was like, "Oh my god, I'm fucking dirty. We just broke up." I'm like, "I'm like, bitch, you fuck. I know you've been over there fucking some hot ass little." I love dude. that. I love that one though. When, when a girl who breaks up with you is like, "How could you do that? We just broke up. Cause we just fucking broke up." Yeah. I'm kind of hurt. And then later on, she kind of like got drunk and told me because we, we, we're still good homie friends now. She actually has Jetta's uh, firstborn, Uh-oh. Jetta and Scrappy, Zoe. That's the name of the the, the, the pug. dog. The pug. The, their first. They had three litters. Have any are any of my uh, Jetta and Scrappy fans out there? Uh, Jetta and Scrappy had three litters, and uh, I bought her for a girlfriend that I wound up dating. Her sister. You bought Jetta for a girlfriend. For a girlfriend, I had actually made the, enough money on Halloween. To buy it, and I remember her birthday was in November, so I bought it for her. And then, like a year or so, we broke up, and I was like, "Nah, I'm keeping this pug," because I had a pug in a previous relationship. So you got Jetta first, then Scrappy. Yeah, yeah, we adopted Scrappy for 200 bucks from some crackhead in Tampa. Nice. And then when she found out who it was, she's like, "Ah, I'm gonna need some my money." I was like, "Nah, bitch, you need to lose my phone number." Yeah, yeah. So Halloween's always special to me because it's like it's like prom. Even the unattractive girls are attractive. If you ever see a girl in a fucking Halloween suit looking all sexy, baby, looking all s- nasty, and then you see her like the next day, you're like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this? I, like, love, the creati- I, love, I love the creativity of Halloween where it's like, I'm going to turn anything into sexy. It's like, I'm a sexy stormtrooper. I'm a sexy SS officer. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, Bitch, you can't be dressed up as a, a whore Nazi. What are yeah. you doing? Stop. I'm, I'm in the Luftwaffe. Like, I'm, it's like, I'm a sexy zombie. Like, is there a sexy zombie? Has anyone ever been like, mm, look I think it's because it. it's the one time of the year that every girl, because girls don't really care what guys say. They care Mm-mm. what girls say. They're like, look at that fucking whore. Yeah. But on Halloween, everyone can be a whore. Everyone. 
And then people were like, you know, a little more comfortable. It's they're the like, most wonderful time. Oh, I love it. It's, it's the, the holiday that the children own that the adults stole. They're like, yeah. fuck you. You can have Christmas. We taking Halloween. Yeah. Because Halloween is just a magical time of the year. Yeah. Uh, growing up, I watched The Simpsons and their specials and Roseanne and all this other shit. And it just, when, when, you, get, when you get too old to trick or treat, you're like, wait a minute. There's another thing we can do. There's That's a whole party. other purpose of this whole you trying to tell me y'all dressing up like slutty firemen and getting weird? There's nothing better than the Halloween walk of shame, too. Oh, yeah. When there's, like, slutty bumblebees and firemen just walking out of apartments and, you know, and, 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 and guys leaving with only half their costume now. All right. So, so uh, Sauce Castle 5, Castleberry, Florida. El Cinco. This, this, is, a, this is a cool story. Um, and I didn't know about this until maybe eight months ago, maybe. My friend, uh, who's in the CIA, yeah. went to college with Dan Bilzerian. That's right. And uh, actually, Dan Bilzerian came to my Halloween party. He came to drunk people in costumes before anyone knew like Dan Bilzerian. And uh, I didn't know this until recently when I rekindled my, uh, I reconnected with my buddy in the CIA back in Columbia. He just happened to be there, and I was like, no fucking way! I ain't seen him since high school. Or maybe once or twice, but anyway, it's moral story. She's like, he's like, hey, you remember, you know Dan Bazarian? I was like, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. why are you yelling? Calm down. Calm hey, down. Mike, you know Dan Bazarian. Dan Bazarian came to your party, bro. No I'm, shit, bro. He came to your party. Yeah, listen, I'll show you a picture. Look, he was dressed up as a, 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 a naked, naked Santa. I was like, what? That's how our homeboy talks, so if you don't know, we're not even fucking up. That's what Hey, man, yesterday I was hanging out with Dan Bazarian. He was talking about that party you had. Well, Mike, that was the best party you ever been to. So this party. We literally, uh, we were living in Castleberry, and we lived in this country club resort. We were basically living in a really nice house, like, times 10 people paying rent to live in a nice uh, fucking Did you have a room there? Is this one of the ones you didn't have a no, room? No, I lived in the garage. They always shitted you, man. No, nah, see, they thought they shitted me, but I was like, huh, fuck it. You're going to make me pay what? Oh, shit, I get the biggest room in the house. Did you have AC in that one? Nah, Ugh. No. No. Hot ass garage. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Is this the one with the dog that shitted all over the waterbed? Oh my god, you do love me. This is Harley's house. Yeah. Oh my, how do you fucking do you remember that? I remember this everything we talk about. Yeah, I had a big, big ass garage that I painted brown and black and had like a giant Pirate waterbed thing, right? Had a hot tub in the yeah. middle, like, like by the garage doors, we could lift it up. I remember the hurricane coming. We were fucking. Watching. And so this is the house that Dan Bazarian came to for yeah, the so Halloween we, party. We rented this. We basically went to this country club, and we're like, "Hey, you're like a mile from my house. Can we rent this parking lot in this country club? We want to shuttle people to my Halloween party. Is this the boat or the shuttle one? Hold on, hold on, hold yeah, on, hold on. So. They're like, yeah, uh, and this guy, we don't know, but this guy is campaigning to be the mayor of fucking Castleberry. And we're like, listen, we'll pay you $100 fucking dollars. <laughs> we're going to give you these tiki torches. You're going to stick them in the ground. And then we drew a map on this fucking Microsoft Paint thing we've been handing out to people all over. There was no fucking social media, okay? Yeah. And people were showing up, going to this party, parking there, and then they would get in a hearse. Then we had a fucking old shitty mattress that we found behind of like an old public shopping center. I had like dead prostitute blood stains on it and shit. <laughs> and then we had this. Also, sweet ass- let me just side note real quick. Up until a couple years ago, 
if Mike saw a mattress somewhere. Oh, I, hold on, hold on, stop. I seen a mattress Friday night, the first time I went downtown, this whole fucking pandemic shit. I got, I looked at this mattress drunk as my life. How, how bad is it? I still, when I pass a mattress or couches, I listen, I have any couches I picked up on the side of the road. If you put, if you have put a couch or a mattress on the side of your curb in the last 20 years since you're in Florida, I may, it may not fucking rehomed it. And lived and slept on it. There were times. There were times where I would be like going to see Mike. I'd get to the house at SC Seven, and I'd be like, "Where the fuck is he?" And somebody would be like, "Somebody called him that there were some mattresses." So he went to go get. No, him. there was like nine one one, bro. We gotta go. Like what? What? I just seen two couches in the corner over there, fucking down the street. And I would like, I would trick my friends, like, "Yo, you gotta come over, dude." Like, "Yo, we gotta put these couches." Anyways, <laughs> this shitty ass mattress. We threw some fucking Walmart sheet on it. And then we had this sweet-ass VHS uh, TV combo, and we recorded on a high eight camera, me and Art, a whole, like, like a whole Disney world. You're about to get on the ride, like, hello, welcome. You're about to enter the Sausage Castle. And we did this whole little video production that our roommate, his name was Bato. He was dressed up as, like, a Grim Reaper fucking um, uh, taxi driver. And he would have to put the tape in, rewind it, press play, and then he'd be like, Yell through the thing like, "Listen, this is a real deal, fucking 1973 Cadillac hearse." How many people yeah. would you get in there at a time? No more than ten ish. Yeah, like eight at the most. So people were coming to this country club that this soon-to-be mayor of Castleberry we paid with these tiki with torches. With a C note, was fucking. We were we had the shuttle back and forth in the hearse, and then the hearse would take them to this little canal. And if y'all want to Google, it was uh it was on Queensmere Circle. Okay. Which you'll see a little country club parking lot, and they would drive the hearse. They went a good, cool five miles an hour, and it went to this canal where we had another homie dressed up as the fucking Grim Reaper with a trolling motor that would not talk. I told him like, "Do not break character. Do not fucking talk." And it would take them through this canal. I would say a good like two hundred yards, and then come around this corner and come to the backyard of this shitty fucking. Pallet made dock we made a dock out of pallets and they would ride not knowing this is before gps like motherfuckers were map questing how to get to my house or to this to this parking lot and uh they were showing up literally via hearse to a fucking uh gondolin fucking like uh you know like in italy where they're like rowing fucking those little fucking boats like the ferryman for the river sticks yeah, yeah. so this guy was dressed up as a fucking uh, uh the grim reaper and they would show up and not knowing where the fuck they are and the shit was so hot that we had literally had, like, filled up. There was hundreds of cars already filled up this whole parking lot. And a lot of people drove a nice little distance because this is before social media. Like, yeah. when someone said you're doing this, you, you didn't back out. I think yeah. that's what made people flake out when they on committing to things. Social media made it so easier to, like, well, I'll change my mind. What yeah. else is going on? But back then, if you said you're going to something, you were going there. Yeah. So these motherfuckers driving hours to my party. And they come to this parking lot, and this dude's like, sorry, we're all, it's all at capacity. And they're like, what? Oh, what the fuck? And you could see people at my party. Talking to their friends? On the phone, like, all right, I know I got into this hearse. I want to say I went south, <laughs> and there's like this canal, but we went straight and we went left. And people, it was like the night of the living drunk zombies. And this is a nice neighborhood, okay? And these are like, fucking some tutti frutti motherfuckers in there 
and they're outside in their driveway in like pajamas, like wiping their fucking eyes, like what the hell's going on out here, Harry? And all you see is bumblebee fucking hookers, <laughs> fucking goddamn dudes dressed up as giant dicks and clowns and just walking through night of the living drunk people in costumes walking from the country club trying to find my house don't even know where it's at they're like stop all right hear the music this way go this way and this is the first and only time that i ever 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 abandoned ship the kitchen was like under two inches of water the kegs like we ran a legit operation oh my god if i didn't tell this part first fuck me we had a blind psychic her name is sharon i still have her fucking number on my phone she's probably dead She's blind. This is all a fucking true story. I can call people right now to back all this shit up. If you ever fucking doubt me, I'll stab you in the dick. And I know you won't because you know. Thank you for listening to the show. This fucking... I, I lost the fucking key to the Cadillac hearse like an hour before we were starting to run the shuttle. And I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? And the bl- we had a blind psychic lady... We had this long-ass green hallway. It was like two houses connected to each other. And we put her in the laundry room. And she had this table, this crystal ball. She's blind as fuck. And she's got this... Oh, and she's old. She's like the lady from uh, Poltergeist. Like, yeah, this house is the clean. L- the little midget. Carolyn, uh, run to the lot. That's that's what this fucking blind... And this lady, you, she didn't see her eyes. She had the, like, the crazy last Zelda shit. Rubenstein. Yeah. yeah, she's like all like gunk, blue, fucking dark eyes. She's like... A fucking ashy elbow and her fucking eyeballs and shit. And this lady is like, we're telling her we lost the key. And she's doing this, like, feeling this long green hallway. Like, I can feel the presence of it. Going down this fucking hallway, we're like, we're like, okay. All right. Because we're like, we just called some guy in Daytona that wants like 150 bucks to fucking rekey this ignition right now. And he's already on his way. We're like, oh, what does fucking cancel? And this girl's like, I can feel it. And this, this is an old lady. Like, yeah. I'm talking fucking, she's a blind fucking psychic. And I don't know how I found her. I don't remember that part. But I was like, oh, what are we Michael, she found you. Yeah. <laughs> so she had this tall-ass cowboy husband who's, like, old, got a big black fucking yeah. gallon bucket fucking cowboy hat on. He's wearing tucking pants. He's got the fucking. The whole, the real deal. Wranglers, the boots. And he's like. Hell, this is a good party. And that next time I see him, I'll go over there like making out with some fucking fat chick. <laughs> He's like, she don't and I'm know. Like, this fucking chick is looking for this key. <laughs> and we got all these people lined up. The fucking, the, the soon to be mayor's freaking out on me. And the, the fucking cops are showing up. Art, inmate Art, is fucking dressed up as like a gay biker with like Daisy Dukes on. And he's got like a, I guess, I guess what he said, he had like an eight ball plus of Coke on him. He's leaving the house. Everyone who's renting the house from me is like, like dipping, like I'm out. And I'm looking around and, and remember AJ Harley, yeah, yeah. the dog that came back. Yeah. If you listen to the other podcast, guys, thanks for listening. Um, I'm in his black Ford Ranger pickup, single cab, trying to pile drunk people. And I'm like, the cops are there. I'm like, listen, please, you got to fucking help me. And I've never like desperately wanted the police's help ever more than my life. And I was like, I lost control. And these motherfuckers <laughs> are like, I did not drive out here to say no to this party. And they fucking came through. And they were super cool, super nice. And I was basically like, everyone get in this fucking truck. I'm driving down 
this fucking highway. Luckily, I'm fucking sober because yeah. I don't fucking I don't, I don't really normally drink until like everything's good. Back in the day, I definitely fucking didn't drink. And here I am driving. There's like people bare. I don't know how you're driving like, them to the party. I'm driving them back to their to cars. cars? Like oh, the yeah. cops like shut it down. And I'm like freaking out because like we let people in the house and we had the backyard area on this lake. Yeah. And they're everywhere. It's like it's spilled in everywhere. There's fucking. <laughs> I can imagine you see the cops. You're like, oh, thank God. Oh, I was. I was. <laughs> and as I'm driving, we have these, lost control. These officers. random drunk people. They're like this, like this hot ass chick. She was dressed as a nun. I'll never forget it. She's like grabbing on my dick. Like, hey, what's your name? I was like, oh, my God. Get out of my fucking car. Like, Get not, out of my car. I'm like, not now, but give me 10 minutes. Give me 10 minutes. And I'm driving down this uh, fucking this road. And uh I look over to the left, and there's inmate art jogging <laughs> as friskly as any man can. A very frisk walk, and you can see he's grabbing his crotch. Is definitely where he was keeping his drugs. And as I'm driving these drunk people over my house, I'm seeing all my roommates leaving the house. <laughs> so there's no one at the house. <laughs> and and I'm just like, oh man, I am fucked. And uh, long story short, this old ass fucking black dude named Skate Master. They had a ponytail. I remember Skate Master because he was uh, he was part of the old New York rap scene. He was some super duper OG dude, part of New York like party scene. Like they were like the guys who like invented house parties. Yeah. And I remember coming to my house, showing me all these like photos of Grandmaster Flash and shit on Polaroids. But and what shit. happened with Skate Master that night? He had these pair of fucking leopard print, fucking fuzzy dress church shoes that I still have to this fucking day. I met him in a fucking library. Because I was trying to find a book on how to start a company, and I met this random giant. He's oh, jacked. Mike Busey, how to start a company? Oh no, I did In the H's. <laughs> I went to this library girl. I go, hey man, how, how do I find uh, how to start an LLC? You know, because back yeah, in the day, was no internet, Google, he yeah. was like, hey, I know how you start a company. But what did Skate Master do at the party? He was like, hey, I'm out. And he, <laughs> he just, left too because Skate yeah. Master was into some wild shit. Yeah, he for was, Skate Master to be like, I'm out of here. You lost control. Yeah, it was it was, it was kind of like when the drunk people in costumes Halloween party became epic because it had so much street notoriety that people talked about it and talked about it, which led to nightclubs booking me, which led to celebrities hitting me up to do shit and do shows and tours and da da da, and then I did some radio and then I just kept fucking going, 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 and and ate sausage castle ladies. Here we are, and. Um, yeah. Well, that's how that's how like my that's how my urban street legend of Mike Busey began is is from the house parties and Halloween was such a big time. And now you're about to say it's about time to take a break. It's going to be, but when we come back, I do want to talk about what we have in store for some of the things for this drunk people in costume. And then me and you, we got a couple stories we want to share about. I've already I've already emailed DMX. Okay, we've been trying to get DM. My biggest fear is DMX will say yes, take our money, and then not come, and then we got to oh, get our money sure. back. But just but, just know, DMX, if you're out there, which I know you're not, you're not out there. Uh, I mean, you may be free at the moment, but I know you'll be incarcerated soon. <laughs> I think we tried to hit him last time. He went to rehab. He went to rehab. Yeah, we're we're like, like, he was like, yeah, we'll be here. Like I, last I four years, we've been trying to get DMX to perform. Well, guys, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about drunk people in costumes. And me and Mike got some pretty dope ass. Uh, and if you're love. a member of the Ooh. website, you get to come to the party. Yes. So. Actually, we'll fill you guys more about that when we come back. You're listening to Mike Busey Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life 
for just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBeachy.com right now and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never seen before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you wanna see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat, it's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During members weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, a, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy, and uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts in society, and they fit in well, and uh, I was like, yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago, so but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers, the only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, Airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade. Epic costume parties. Do you remember playing Field Day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black, they lose. Oh, right. It's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life 
You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just, right. it, it's life. Right now, to it's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. And then you become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit at the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. Welcome to the second half of the show. How do you follow up that? I don't know, man. I'll be honest. I've been I've been picturing that Halloween party because I wasn't around for that one. How dope is it? It's on camera, some of it. How dope is it to drive to a place? You, remember, pre-social media days. So when you showed up to a place that you didn't know where it was, you didn't know where it was. This is MapQuest days. This is before like texting was, was even really a thing. Yeah. Like I said before, I remember when you had to you, press you had the a, three letters to get one letter. Oh, my God. You sit do, there forever. Do, 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 to get the I. Do, 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 to get the B. Well, this year, drug people in costumes, honestly... They're, and I'm going to tell you the truth. Since we've been running this operation, we haven't we haven't talked about a drunk people in costumes 
as early as we haven't been working on as early as we've been working on this year. Like this year we're coasting because, you know, because of COVID, we didn't have a lot of events going on. Usually we're exhausted by the time drunk people in costume comes from all our events. This party is uh, maybe the only thing happening in America right now. It's going to be the only, I know that it's going to be the only Halloween party to this size, I think in the entire state, which means it has to be maybe the whole Eastern. Which, you know, we're definitely going to lie about the numbers. Like if, if anyone important knows, like that's like, you know, fucking official, like, oh, that was about 50 of them there. This is how I'm... This don't is worry, I'm, they were all wearing masks all and they were peacefully masks. protesting. Yeah. This is a peaceful protest with masks on that people are getting drunk and fuck each other. Because that's how we protest. Yeah. We're protesting with our genitals. Yeah. Gabba, I like to protest with my, with my genitals. We're not going to take it. Yeah. Take my genitals. Consensually down your throat. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, fucking so. Um, it's a huge party, though, man. People just don't get it. It's, it's it's the one party of all the years that I actually put a lot of fucks into. It's the only party I have fun at over here. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but you know what we're saying. Like, there's no... Because other parties we're having over here, after everything's done, there's still a little bit of work. But drunk people costume's so big that at 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm not even worried about who's going to clean the kitchen because I'm like, we're just all going to have to do it. We're all going to have to pitch in the next day. So fuck it. I can actually have a little bit of fun. Some of my best moments of my life were at a Halloween. I think the first time I ever had sex with, like, I think it was, like, four four girls. No, five. No, five. Five girls was drunk people in costumes. Man, fuck eight. you sometimes. And then, and, and listen, I get it. And that's why people are like, oh, I think he's raping bitches over there. That fat motherfucker and his little ass dick. He must be paying these hoes and shoving cocaine over their nose. No, motherfucker. If you're a nice guy and you're chill and you're just like, hey, you know, you're just a fun dude and you're at the right place at the right time. That's a part of it, too. You built yes. a scenario yes. because I, I've been a really nice guy my whole times. life and they haven't really had six women like let's all just fuck right now and i'm like oh i can't oh, i gotta no. talk to Shaq. i you if, know <laughs> if anyone if anyone's been hard i've been hard yeah. there, there were times like i can tell you recently like no no because like you know i got a little fucking tiny little infant dick yeah. it's a grower not a shower like a little egg corn head and that's it and sometimes it like subsides like it goes, it goes down inwards the, yeah the like the groundhog saw the shadow yeah and, and, and then i'm like no 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 you know i'm not ready he's baby. not, not he's ready. not show ready and i've had i had a girl recently just literally pull on my penis and just like <laughs> and i'm like three seconds into it i'm like oh maybe i can come out and play a little <laughs> bit you know what i'm saying and i remember one time that uh this is the first time i fucked i fucked five girls in one night and uh did like the ghost of all your ancestors show up like star wars and just look at you and they're just like man well done son i remember just being like oh man so this is why i put up with all this extra bullshit i remember you were so telling one me. of the perks that i have i am in the right place at the right time i'm creating environments and, and experiences for strangers and friends and people from all around the world who come and the moment they step foot on my property and enter that gate they're supposed to forget about all the harsh realities of life their bills their psycho boyfriend or their shitty job or their failed marriage you come to you come you, you, when you if you have cancer you call a doctor if you're looking for a good time, you call Mike Busey. I remember you told me whenever you have something like six girls and you're fucking, you're like, sometimes you gotta just put your dick in yes. one just to make just to make it count. And then right, y'all, y'all heard up. me say I fucked five girls in one night, but what I, what really had happened was I put my penis inside five girls in one night because when you literally got multiple lined up, 
you know you only got so many strokes in you before you're done. So you're like, all right, I can fucking just lie and tell my homies that I fucked them all. Because you know guys be lying all yeah. the time. Like, oh, yeah, fuck the shit out of her. Yeah. And you know girls be lying. I didn't fuck him. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I saw you fuck him, you motherfucker. There was a girl last party we were at that was fucking JT in the back room of the bus where I where I had all my stuff. She's like, I no, asleep. I didn't. Yeah, I literally pulled JT out of inside of her only because I was like, this is my bed where I want to sleep. And then the next day she was like, "There's I did not fuck JT. And I was like... I pulled him off of you. His dick came out, and then I threw her out of the hallway, too. She's like, I think you're mistaken. And I was like, no. I literally heard the noise and watched his dick come out of you. Yeah, so, I mean, when you when you have that many, when you have that situation. Uh, the five or the sixers. You're just like, bro, I just got to get in there and put it one, two, and three. This one counts. <laughs> Pull it out. It's go, like a Guinness Book one. World of Record shit. You know, you, you just got to make it technically count. Yeah, and it's scary because you're like, all right, uh, if I'm not like blacked out drunk, my performance will be lackluster. But if you if you ever if you ever been lucky or unfortunate enough to have sex with me when I've been blacked out drunk, I've uh, I mean I've had sex with some of the most beautiful fuck I've had I've had sex with arguably the most famous actress in the world, and and every she's been in a movie that every person on this planet has at least seen once, and I've been in situations that no man can even if you had money you couldn't pay for it. So, like, it is an insult to me and my name when I hear fucking dudes talk talk shade and, and girls. And I get it. I'm this fucking retarded, ugly, fat dude with a small dick that you think you have all this impression of. But if they really gave me a chance or ever came here or ever got to know me, like, they would know I'm a genuine dude. And, and, and the last thing I would ever want to fucking do is be associated with any type of fucking misconduct. But we live in such a crazy world that we're... You know, every day you hear about somebody catching a case, and then, you know, especially now, motherfuckers are so broke. They're like, hey, who did I fuck this guy some money? And next thing you know, they start going through the fucking hoe decks, saying, well, I think, think, think this guy had a Lambo. Maybe maybe he did touch me. It's like the whole thing with the, the Boy Scouts. You'd be watching, you'd be like, man, did, did I get molested as a Boy Scout? Because I don't know. Like, it, it makes you start thinking shit sometimes. What badge do you think they give you for that? Oh, it's definitely a fucking little altar boy badge. I think I think candle. it's like I think it's I think it's a camp counselor holding his finger up to his shh. mouth like shh. You get the whispers and cookies badge. Do you remember you had to go to Sears to buy your like Boy Scouts? I never uniform? I never was in the Boy I I honestly wanted to be in the Boy Scouts until I met Boy Scouts and I was like cuz what happened was this. It happened and, and it's funny because the Simpsons ran an episode where it was almost similar. I met some Boy Scouts. I was probably like in the first grade. I used to have all these pocket knives. My dad would let me buy pocket knives. My mom would let me buy pocket knives. Hell yeah. And I had a pocket knife and I ran into some Boy Scouts and I was showing up my pocket knife and they're like, you don't understand pocket knife safety. Oh, and so you've been like, bitter ever since. Yeah, bro, I looked at them and I was like, I ain't rolling with this pussy ass crew. That's how I, I was. rolling with this pussy ass crew. I was on a JROTC and I, I won at, at the fucking, I, let, me, let me back this up. Good, because we need more details for this probably story that's only going to be about a minute's worth of information. <laughs> Throughout my career of, of, of manlyhood, I have wanted to be a cop, a stuntman, a podiatrist, which is a foot doctor, a youth pastor, and I wanted to go into the fucking service. That's how you ended up doing porn. Yeah. Because they're like, where can I be all those jobs? My name's Johnny Sins, and let me tell you how it works, kids. <laughs> And uh, I don't remember where I was going with this story. Who, who does? I said something about Boy Scouts being pussies. Yeah, so I was in JROTC, 
and I was like, I was killing it. You know, I was learning all. I was learning my formations. I was, I was fucking learning the different flags and shit. I was, I probably was impressed you today when I talk about the garrison flag. You didn't know mm-hmm. I knew about that. Like I, I know you're very, very knowledgeable in military. I stuff. know you, you, you your, know. Your lots father of stuff was a too. marine. Yeah. So you, you probably know fucking more than some of the marines I know. Like you're very educated in military stuff. Well, I, I know that I, I would love to have seen Cadet Busey. Uh, oh, there's pictures of it floating yeah. around. Somewhere deep on my Instagram, there's a photo of me dressed as the, the infamous pickle. Uh, I was in ROTC in ninth grade because I didn't. This is what fucked up with me. I wasn't at school in junior high in eighth grade the day you signed up for your ninth grade classes. So they threw me into shit and I had to argue stuff. And one of the things was they didn't sign me up for PE. So they just put me in ROTC. And You're so, like, fuck, what's this? Yeah, I didn't know. I like showed Uniform? up. Uniform? Oh, yeah. exciting. Tell me more. Oh, yeah. And then my dad was giving me shit about it because my father's a Marine and it was Army ROTC. And he was like, this is this is disgusting. When he saw me in the uniform, he's like, this is disgusting. I didn't fight over there in goddamn Normandy for you motherfuckers to be dressed up like goddamn pickles. Yeah, so uh, I was fucking totally into it. Yeah. I'm like, yo, fucking hey. I was a broke kid. I'm like, hey, you know, I, got, I, yeah. I ain't going to fucking Harvard. And I knew I, I knew I finally realized I wasn't black or seven yeah. foot tall. I wasn't going to the NBA. So I, I rode the fucking basketball train as far as I could. But I had a strong ambition to be in the military. And uh, I fucking uh, just had a resentment towards the kids. Yeah. To see other students in there. And they were such little fucking narc ass tattletale yeah. like, oh, well, I'm going to tell Sergeant Major. You yeah. didn't. You didn't uh, show up for dress or did and I'm like, what the fuck? And I was, argu- I'm, I'm gonna say this with all humbleness. Yeah. I was the coolest kid in ROTC. Yeah, I can imagine. I yeah. was a kid they couldn't punk in the hallways because they were like, oh, oh, all right. I get, I guess it's all right, but I felt like I didn't feel the love from them because they knew I was one of the cool kids. But I felt like they were, they had a resentment towards me, so they like clowned on me. So I, I was getting hatred from my own people. And ROTC, and I said, "Fuck this shit!" I didn't sign up the next I, next year. I was out. I tell you this: I was uh, I was in went ROTC. To a, went to a teach, went to a school and got molested by a teacher. Good to go. I was in ROTC at ninth grade, and they used to have this thing where it was like the ROTC leadership course or something, and it was like basically you got you got a Friday off school to go hang out at another school. Uh, it was a college. It was uh, Charleston Southern University. You got to hang out over there for a day and. Uh, they were supposed to be learning like leadership, right? And, yeah. and I, uh, you were supposed to have been like higher up in ROTC to go, but uh, the first sergeant in ROTC was this guy, first sergeant Netterville. Dude liked me a lot because uh, uh, he just knew I didn't really give a fuck, but I was a nice enough guy to him. And then me and my buddy Diggs, Nate. Private Cologne, get over here. Well, we stole rank. We, we ended up sergeants like eight weeks into it, and there was no fucking way that we could have been there. But because of that, we, we, we were in charge of like the storeroom where they had all their shit. And me and Nate would literally just spend the whole fucking time organizing oh, the storeroom. Handling. So they were like, whatever, these guys stole rank. Nobody cares. And then they would always be like, hey, we need to assign a working party. And I'd be like, Sign me, and I'll, and I'll make fuckers come with me. To, if you tell me what we need to clean, I'll make these pussies come. So they let us slide. So I used to get high all the time and just be in that storeroom, just smoking weed and blowing it out the window into the air condition. Me and Nate, that's all we ever did. So they let us go to this oh, leadership thing. Nate. Oh, no, both sergeants, bro. We stole oh, rank. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Put some respect on it. Little pussy-ass ROTC kids. But they sent us to this ROTC leadership thing, and I went to a pawn shop the night before because I used to love going to pawn shops, and there were jump wings. For, like somebody had pawned their jump wings, and I had the ROTC like airborne jump wings. <laughs> I oh had the ROTC uniform with airborne jump wings on it. 
And fucking. <laughs> you were walking in the school, motherfuckers were saluting you. Attention on deck. Everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I was, uh, and I was, and, and First Sergeant Neville could give a fuck less. He was always drinking and trying to like holler at like old ladies. And, uh, we came into that leadership thing, and somebody came up to him, another like like a naval ROTC person. And they were like, First Sergeant, where'd you guys get jump wings from?" And without missing a beat, he was like, "Fort Benning. That's where you get your jump wings." And then he just pulled oh, me aside. And he's like, "He's like, come here." And I thought he was gonna give Listen, me shit. Listen, kids, we like to play like we're in the military, but we're not really in the military. You no, know, he took me. I had on I had on camis. And he took me, and he was like, "Come BDUs, here." BDUs, they called them. Yeah, and he's like, "Come here." And he starts stuffing mine in my boots. He's like, in Airborne, we we, we blouse our boots. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. He was like, here. Trying to put you on game? He was just laughing. I fucking love it. Because he couldn't give a fuck less. He's that dude who was like, bro, there were some like ROTC people, I think, that really cared. And there were some that were like, I'm, I did two goddamn tours in Nam. Now I'm taking care of a bunch of little fucking kids. I don't you, care. you just brought me down. And we don't write this down. We have Mm-mm. zero. We did have notes like the first two or three we'll episodes. see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just made me think of a story. Uh, I had to do a, a parade detail. <laughs> and I was in charge of parking at the St. Cloud Lakefront. And basically, they blocked off, like, I think, like, the, fir- the, the first two... What it was is all the, the streets were named after states like yeah, California, yeah, I remember Florida, that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then there were numbers like first Lakeshore, First Street, Second Street. So Second Street on down, I believe it was, they didn't let no cars go. It's this huge, huge parade, like Fourth of July shit, right? And uh, they were like, oh, we're going to have you fucking, you're going to be, you're going to be posting on fucking da, 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 da. And I was in charge of like, yo, hey, you need to show me, you, you get to prove to me that you live here or we're not gonna let it basically they let motherfucking young pimple face fucking high yeah. school kid be the fucking glorified parking uh crossing guard and i was like yeah hey, you can't come back here and have like a cone and shit and people were respecting like oh i just want to get a closer to the road i'm like oh if you don't live here not a resident of this uh, these blocks you gotta you gotta keep it moving and this one hip dude showed up in a mercedes he was like hey uh, uh can i get closer i was like nah he's like He's like, what do I got to do to uh, close on? Like, you got to live here. He's like, what if I got $20 to say I do? And I kind of looked around. I was like, <laughs> my friend. $20? And then this is when the street mic came out. And I kind of feel bad a little bit, but not really because I definitely, well, I'll tell you later. Um, I said, all right. I gave him this little yellow fucking little, it's a little rotary pass. Yeah. I said, like, resident. I, 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 put, I threw it up in his window. He gave me $20, and I was too scared to fucking look at it. And I pulled it in my pocket, and I shit you not, like, the next car that came up to me was like, hey, I got 10 on it if you let me park down here. I was like, Psh. I looked around. I was like, there you go. There you go, brother. More story is, within a couple hours, I made, I think I made, like, 150 bucks <laughs> out there sweating, getting roasted in the sun, and... uh I was like, okay, no harm done. No one, no one died. I didn't do nothing illegal. I just, I just raised. I was just stimulating my fucking my funds. You know, I'm a little yeah. street, street hustling. You know, I fall asleep. I put the money on my fucking dresser. I wake up to my evil stepmother screaming, "Where the hell did you get this money?" And I'm looking, and she sees like some of the wadded yellow, like parking passes, and she's like. What is all this? Where did you get this? And this bitch was just hating because she didn't have no money. And she was trying to con my dad into giving her some money yeah. and shit. 
So she was like trying to fucking weasel her some money out of it. I was basically being extorted. So I was like, I was like, I got it from fucking from the damn parade. She's like, from what? And I was like, I was uh, I was letting people park closer to the lakefront, and she fucking lost it. I remember the next uh, that Monday morning, I get paraded in to the fucking school. She has a, a a meeting with Sergeant Major Haig and Sergeant Major Hicks, and. She was like, go ahead, tell them, tell them what you did. And I remember like, oh, like being scared. And they're like looking at me like, and you could tell my stepmom was so more worked up than they were. They're yeah. Like, what, are, what are we doing here, lady? Yeah, bitch, I don't give a fuck, but that was yesterday. And, and then she pulls out the money and slams on the desk like, he sold parking passes to the residents of St. Cloud to get closer to the lakefront. And he's going to give you all the money and hand it over right now. And then you could tell it was like a thing that two bros like kind of do. They look at each other like, "All right, Mike, you you messed up, ma'am. Could you could you give us a second? And uh, she walked out and she was all, "Yeah, you give him hell. You tell him da da da. You're probably gonna get kicked out for this. She thought I was gonna get expelled or yeah. some shit. I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. She was just hating. She probably pocketed some of the money. And uh, they're like, um. So you're going to be donating this money to the ROTC? I say, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. He's like, all right. Carry on. <laughs> you know they got drunk as fuck oh, that night. Oh, for sure. They were like, hey, Michael, you dropped this one, though. Get out of here. I was one of, the, one of the kids on the street of the mob, like, kind of kick up to him. Had, <laughs> had to bring in my coins. They're like, listen, Mike, you know, the only thing you fucked up for is not kicking up when you should have. But other listen, than that. Listen, hey, uh, we checked out the laundromat hustle over here, and we don't see the dollars. We got to make some more sense, you know? They walked in one time when me and Nate were smoking a joint in the fucking uh, storeroom. We were blowing it out to the AC, and uh, the storeroom was clean as fuck. Because that's what we do. We get in there, we get the Fabuloso going, and we'd be like, hey, let's just get high in here, fall asleep, and, and smoke a joint. And the dude opened the door, smelled the weed, looked at the whole storeroom, and he was like, room looks good. I'll be back in a little. Closed it, and that was enough sign to blow all the smoke out. And then about 45 minutes when I was walking out, he grabbed me, just straight grabbed me, and he was like, you know you only get to fuck up once, right? And I was like, yes, sir. I feel I like that it. doesn't happen no more. Yeah, because they could lose their jobs. Well, that I feel like the kids aren't hip enough to like understand and respect. Like, are right, you cross the line? Now let me... Get back in line and you do. owe. What they don't get is you owe. Oh, yeah. you just you caught me fucking up. You're right. I owe. I owe a little bit. You know, it, it's like I get it. I get it. You, you know, it's it's the layer cake thing. Uh, you know, the, the one on top shits on the one on bottom. Yep. But you don't shit on them so much that they can't climb up. Everybody's got to be allowed to climb up if they work hard. So if you got caught doing something fucked up, you used to be allowed to take some sort of L that didn't knock you all the way to the bottom. You yeah, know? You, had to, you, had to, you had to fucking get your grace back up. Yeah, and you get that middle L, and if you take enough middle L's, you realize, yeah, it's like football. You're like, I go fucking 15 yards, they send me back five. I go back another, I go for another 15, they send me back five. I will get to the goal. I feel like this generation has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. And you know what, though, man? I'm going to blame a lot of this generation's problems on the way we handled this generation. Because, like, when everybody's like, oh, this is the generation of everybody gets a trophy, who the fuck was buying and giving out the trophies? It wasn't the kid. Cause we're 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 products of how we were raised. Kids who couldn't get the trophy, like, oh, I'm gonna give my kid a purple participation ribbon. I never got a fucking blue ribbon in field day. Yeah, that's it. it it's a group of pussy ass people being like, oh, I want to give this kid everything I never had, which is cool. Trust me, I don't have kids, so I don't get how that feels. I know that you want to give them everything, but us, but there there's too much, 
And then you're like, basically, you let the puppy shit all over the floor. You never stop the puppy from shitting on the floor. The puppy grows up, shits all over the floor. And now you're looking at the puppy like, why do you shit all over the floor? The pussification of America. Yeah, man. And it, it, start, it, it lost her balls along somewhere down the road. Well, it's like, I don't know where it was. If it was Janet Jackson, that goddamn nipple at the Super Bowl. But America lost their balls. I remember my senior year of high school. They changed it to where if you got in a fight at school, you would get arrested. And we had never gone. You talk about a culture shock. I, I escaped that by yeah. like a, literally a year. Jaw dropped to us because we were like, you mean like if we're he real buys. real boys now? Yeah, I'm like, you mean if he like buys the last Coke from the vending machine and I take it out of his hand and we end up fucking fighting, one of us is going to jail yeah. for a simple Coke altercation? Yeah, that's you know? I know, all, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because that's how it was up until that senior year. Everything we knew was like, no, you know, fuck it, fight the guy, you know? Like, Dude, do you know my senior year? I, I spent the first five days uh, in suspension because I had gotten a fight the last day of the of year my before? Junior year. Oh, that's the best. This guy, uh, was on my bus. I was like literally fucking like 16, 17 riding a bus to fucking school. Yeah. Because my parents didn't give a fuck. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right on the red zone. You can't walk. But we got to p- come pick you up legally through the county. I used to like to take the bus home because then you could find out what was popping. You know, it was like it was yeah. social media. But to, to school, I would like to walk. Or I feel drive. like mo- a lot of kids don't even ride buses like Mm-mm. they did back in the day. I feel like they. Everyone just feels entitled. They have well, to drive I even heard. Home. I even heard now, like you can't ride a bus that's not like your bus. Like they know, no, 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 you don't live. Because you remember being like riding hey, the man. bus. It was a whole another underground culture. Like oh, that bro. these motherfucking kids today are not ready for. They would not survive. It would be like a young innocent kid riding the fucking subway in Brooklyn or something. I remember, you are not ready for this life. I remember this. I remember uh, Boulder Bluff, South Carolina. There was a bus that took you to Boulder Bluff. There was another, like, area for kids. There was a whole other side of town, but went to our high school. And I remember this kid running his fucking mouth, like, on the slide, but trying to dodge me. Old and, slide where all the problems started. Mm-hmm, and I remember his face when I hopped on the bus to go to his And his oh, boys was, were with him. beef. That was beef. I was oh, like, was I'm going to get beef. dropped off all the way on a whole other fucking side of town to whoop your ass and then figure out how I'm getting home. But the whole bus ride was just quiet. I sat right in front of him, like two seats in front of him Punking and his two homeboys. I'm waiting for you. Waiting, waiting. And I got off the bus first and just waited. And he, he took it. He's like packing his shit in the bus, everything. The bus, I mean, the bus, like you said, was a whole other culture because different buses acted different ways. There were different girls that rode different, there different buses. Bus drivers, someone like turned a blind eye to everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had we had Lee. Lee was a barber, and so at the end, if you wanted to get your hair cut, he'd be like, "All right, everybody want to get their cut." stick around and you could stay and then he would literally go and we would sit in the bus we'd sit on the step and lee would just fade wow. you up man okay that's cool that's yeah cool. he was real cool man i had this oh, you'd I be nowhere this. near your fucking house though <laughs> <laughs> you're like hey you're gonna tell your mom that, oh, yeah. we, got, we got lost yeah i had this bus driver this old black dude his name was ed and you remember the little like uh, rectangle lights that went down oh, the yeah, runway yeah, well what he would do every friday before we got at the bus stop, like the, we had like one big main bus stop yeah. that everyone got off on, and there was like a few other side yeah. shits and shit. Well, he would he would say, "All right," and he had a little PA. He yeah. would talk to him. He's like, "All right, it's Friday. Go ahead, do y'all's thing." And then right before we would pull up to the stop, he would turn this little light on down the fucking runway, and we would scream as loud as we could for a good. I mean, it felt like. Five minutes, but it was probably like thirty seconds, and he was so cool. And he would bring like these old school like boom boxes, 
That's cool. They had like giant ass fucking double D batteries yeah. and shit. It cost like fifty dollars to fucking have work for an hour. And he was blasting music and shit. I remember playing like JJ Fad and shit on the fucking Supersonic. Exactly. The old roller skate shit. And he was the coolest thing. And I felt like teachers and people like that were just cool, got more respect. The the the, the squares that yeah. were super anal. They got punked on more, and they made their job worse than, than the other people. You know, it's funny you bring this up because just uh, three days ago, three days from when we're recording this, my high school principal, Mr. Fulmer, just passed away, and he was real. That dude was real. R.I.P. Yeah, man, real. R.I.P. the real ones. And, and we had a thing where uh, whenever we saw each other in the hallway, when we would just pass by, he'd always, I'd always be like, Mr. Fulmer. He'd be like, Mr. Cologne. We'd nod. When I would go to get suspended or written up or anything like that, I would always walk into the office. He would always stick his hand out be like, Mr. Cologne. I'd be like, Mr. Fulmer. We'd sit and shake real quick, and then he'd be like, son, you know what's got to happen. You know, like there was no bullshitting. And me and him once, my senior year, he was my principal for my whole four years. I got in a lot of trouble, but I did, I did things... Which is weird, like a lot of you guys listening don't know, I was like the public speaking champion of South Carolina for like four oh, fucking years it. in a row. You never, got that damn gift for gab, motherfucker. Never practiced, never anything. Brought the trophies home uh, and helped the school with shit too. Like I, would, I, I, I was just like you said, I knew that I was going to take a lot. So every now and then I'd come through and give something. But Fulmer and me had a decent relationship. And my senior year... Uh, every now and then when I would be running, I'd become mad late. I would go over to, there was a grocery store called Bilo in South Carolina. Oh, I know about Bilo. It was like red and black yeah, and white. Yeah, I would go to Bilo and get a cake from their cake department and have, uh, sorry, I was late written on it and bring it to the office ladies. And I'd be like, sorry, I was late. I was getting you this cake. Oh, and that was yeah. like the running joke. But uh, I came in real late one time. Mr. Fulmer was like, come on, sit in my office, boy. And uh, this is old South Carolina. We took licks. They could paddle you in, in there. Oh, yeah. hey, I got, you I got, got licks. I got yeah, spanked you know? in South Carolina, too. Yeah, that's, they could paddle you there. They could hit you hard. Macedonian Middle School. You know. So I, got, I, I came in late. Home of the Foxes. And, <laughs> and Mr. Fulmer, man, straight up, he, he was like, hey, come sit with me, boy. And it was just me, him, and the other principal, Mr. Husky. And Mr. Husky and him were homeboys from back in the day. And we literally sat in the office for like an hour trading fight stories, talking about girls. Just like uh, like an old uncle star- style vibe. And it was my senior year. And he was just like, the one thing he told me was, he told me, listen, he said, you, I remember telling me this to my ear. He said, you're going to be able to get away with lot because you're charming. He's like, but one day that shit is going to run out. So have a plan. And that was real. That oh, was yeah. real. Like it, 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 I've, I had that with, and I can't even begin to even touch this. This is yeah. a whole other podcast because yeah, I could. My high school was definitely my senior year was very. We like, got to go high school podcast because we'll have we've we've traded so we'll have a great story next time. We got to do it for one of our oh, podcasts. Man. Just high school, just just the story. I like I purposely have held my tongue the last five minutes listening yeah. to tell these stories because I'm just like, oh, let's not go there because yeah. like, I got. I got some fucking stories. Yeah. You, if you, if you, if the reason why y'all are listening to this podcast because I've been, I got stories from fucking middle school, high school, elementary. And we started off talking about how I failed kindergarten. I got fucking stories about school just like yeah. you do. But it's almost Halloween time. And spooky time. Speaking of Halloween and dangerous, scary scenarios. Yes. This is a fucking 100% true story. I hate and love this story. I hate it because it's 100% true. I've actually never talked about it ever. So if you're listening to this right now, congratulations. You're about to hear something that I kind of have to. I was going to write an outline so I could touch on everything and not skip around and then also figure out where I'm not going to go with this story. 
But we've talked. We, we I talked about this last week um, privately, and I was like, oh, I got to talk about that yeah. story. So this next story I'm going to take you on happened around 2010. Three years ago? Oh, no. This no one, oh, oh, okay. Longer, long, way longer than that. No, no. Actually, no. It was 2014 because it was the first time we did the Gathering the Juggalos. Yeah. So uh, we had a girl was was a beauty beauty. Actually, see, I should have wrote my outline. I had this neighbor who was my boss uh, at Disney World. And he heard of me through the news and seen I was causing a ruckus over in St. Cloud. And he randomly hit me up on, 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 uh, on Facebook. I was like, hey, Mike, it's fucking me. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh, shit. And he was one of the bosses I actually liked. He was a cool dude. And uh, I fucking reached out to him. And he came over. And he lived actually across the street from me, right across the highway. He's actually uh, the neighbor that saw the, the fucking... Uh, the UFO. The, the bulldozer and the UFO. The bulldozer that came over the night before, mysteriously, before the fire that the county started and burnt my house down, destroyed it mysteriously. And he actually saw a UFO, too. And he's married, kids, this and that. Well, before all the UFO shit, my house being taken by the county, he uh, he hit me up. I was like, "Hey!" And it was weird because like you didn't expect to have this conversation. He was like, "Hey, I got this, uh, I got this cousin. You know, she's like a she's a dancer." I'm like, "Oh, what kind of dancing? Like ballet dancing or popping that pussy dance?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you know, she works at one of the strip clubs, you know, over there in Vegas, and." She really wants to be a beauty beauty. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. I can't believe really having this conversation, but I'm cool with it. So I'll just keep it keep it moving and be like, yeah, so what's up? So he had her hit me up. She emailed me. She applied and everything like that. So I'm like, oh, shit, damn, look at this right here. Oh, oh thickums. Oh, so, mm, 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 mm. sexy. She's still, there's someone listening to this show right now that's probably already figured out who I'm talking about. And as the as the story continues, they're definitely going to figure out. But there are people that are madly obsessed and still in love with her. And uh, well, here here comes the story. So we uh, we got invited to do uh, Insane Clown Posse's Halloween party. They call Hollow Wicked, and it was in Detroit. And uh, we weren't able to go. And a bunch of my associates were. They got booked and stuff. Because I was like, hey, you know, thank you so much. But I have this huge Halloween party I have every year. Once again, the Halloween party never, you know, can't be. You you have to be there. I've been invited to the Playboy Mansion. I've I've had many times to bail out on my own fucking party. And trust me, I've thought about it a few fucking times. Only time you did was the D-Pick 5 when the police showed up. You were like, Well, that didn't count because I still followed through with the party. (laughs) Uh, there were times that I wasn't going to have the party because I couldn't financially figure out how I was going to do it. But uh, this one particular year, 2014, I, uh, we had a, one of the girls uh, and happened to be my old neighbor's uh, fucking cousin. And she was, we were hanging out and kicking in. She'd come over to my house one night. And uh, it was actually her birthday. We had been talking to her for a while. And I guess she just got out of like a real crazy, shitty abusive relationship so she basically fled vegas came to florida and i met her on my on her birthday and i remember being in the pool we had this crazy giant ass disco ball at saskia 7 above the pool and it's bright light and anytime someone would come out the kitchen to the pool you would be like who is it like kind of squinting your eyes you don't know who the fuck it is 
And I see this beautiful, thick, juicy, pooper, pretty face, smooth, southern accent. Awesome chick. Hey, it's me. Da-da-da-da. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, you know, I've already been drinking. I'm like, damn, what's up? And I'm like thinking, okay, this is my old boss from Disney World's cousin. It's kind of weird. He kind of led her to me. She hit me up. We're talking. Fucking great night. She sucks the shit out of my dick. One of the best blowjobs ever. She was sucking dick as if she was doing it for the country. You know, like the uh, Uncle Sam wants you poster. Yes, we can. Like, that's, that's what I felt when she was giving me some some oral gratification and as a gentleman and we didn't we didn't have sex we never had sex i hate to break the break the news we never actually had penetration other than her her mouth and my wiener but uh, i remember being pretty drunk and i was like hey you want me to walk you home she's like she's like yeah she lived literally like a mile from my house and i lived in the middle of nowhere in st cloud and i had to cross a major highway and it's dark. There ain't no, there ain't no street lights. It's dark. I'm walking her home, and, and then I'm like all kind of giddy. I'm like, damn, okay, she's cool. She's like, I'm gonna do your laundry. You know, she's like, I'm, a, I'm a cook. I'm, I like to. She was one of those girls who like want to spoil a man. She know how to keep a man, yeah, to say the least. So, I'm all excited, and uh, I never saw her after that night. And then she kind of randomly popped up again years later. And then she came, hung out. She was going on on the road with us and touring and doing shows. And it was like two years later, right? Um, I honestly I couldn't tell you, but um, everything's good. We're getting ready to go on another tour. We're getting ready to go to Ohio, and uh, I get this fucking. I'm I'm in my room, and all of a sudden I see this dude walk upstairs in a suit and tie and with like a briefcase. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm feeling really uncomfortable because I'm like, okay, I did not invite this guy into my house. How the fuck is he in my house right now? And what the fuck is going on? And he said, da-da-da, I'm detective, da I'm investigating a homicide. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Let me move these dildos and you have a seat, sir. Yeah, let me move these fucking, all this bullshit in my house. Hold on, let me slide over and let me fucking make some room for you. Let me close the door. And he Can Andrew's doing some Kool-Aid, sir? He sits down and, and kind of like is sizing me up. And I'm like, I didn't kill nobody. Yeah. What the fuck? So I uh, I listen to what he says. And he breaks out this vanilla folder. And he slaps it on my desk. Kind of. Did like, you call it a vanilla folder? Like, yeah, the little. <laughs> what's it called? Manila. Whatever. Same shit. Whatever. This delicious vanilla folder. <laughs> it was so delicious. Actually, it was actually opposite complete opposite of delicious it was horrible because inside of this manila folder manila folder manila whatever the fuck (laughs) he slaps it down and opens it up and there i see a fucking super hot chick who was a dancer butt ass naked covered in blood dead rager right there huh i don't know bricked out all i can say was it me yeah and uh, he said, do you know who this is? I was like, I have no idea. I, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, am I about to go to fucking jail for fucking murder? Like, what the fuck is going on? And uh, luckily, as fate had it, he was just uh, investigating, trying to get some more information. And uh, I was just sitting there, like, dumbfounded. And he started naming Did you names. Like, when, when he showed you the picture of the dead girl, 
were you like, like, fuck, do I know this person? Because you know so many people yeah, passed no. through your house. Well, I was like, and she was basically laying in a gutter. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, did someone die of a DUI or something? Did, yeah. Like, what's going on here? And uh, the guy tells me her her uh, her name. i not ringing a bell. He's like, well, maybe you know where it is. I'm like, nope, that don't ring a bell. And then he Are showed, you worried that you fucked this girl at this point? Are you yeah, thinking? I was like, God damn, did I just did I fuck this girl and she died? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, Oh my god, I'm having anxiety. He's like, let me let me open up this chocolate and strawberry envelope. Well, and let show me, you let me, these other. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you a fucking a uh, little lesson about life, kids. If anyone, if a detective ever shows up to your house investigating a homicide, it's never a good thing. No. However, luck and as and he universe, just walked in, huh? Yeah, walked right in, and I was like, Whoa, what is this guy doing? Yeah. And it's like one of those like oh we're having a meeting and you're gonna take it yeah like, and they know, they know like oh you gotta you gotta call me back or make an appointment no he was in my personal domicile and everyone was kind of like behind him there was a few people in the house and then they were just like as if he was supposed to be there and uh, and you always worry in, in 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 the people we know that somebody's gonna come in and not really realize what's going on and they're gonna be like Mike man do you know where I put my weed. I left it on the table with the bong. Hey, bro, nice suit. You know? <laughs> it, it, it already, I was at mock level 10 of anxiety, like, thinking, okay, who the fuck is this dead girl? And why is he showing me these photos? So, I've never talked about this ever. And I think enough times passed by, and I'm not, like, connected to the case or anything yeah. like that. So, there, there is no, like, situation with me. And, uh... I was actually able to help with the case because uh, this detective was sitting here telling me this stuff, and then and then he, then he brings up another name, and this is the girl uh, who's who sucked who's, your dick that uh, two years ago that was parent, your boss's yeah my old boss from Disney World back in two thousand one his cousin cousin and uh, they she he goes well do you know who this is and he said her legal name and I'm like I have no idea yeah like. I don't, can you show me a picture? And he shows me a picture. I'm like, oh, shit, that's blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, I know her. And he's like, oh, in yeah. In biblical well, sense. Yeah, and he was like, what do you know about her? I was like, well, she sucked my dick fucking a year ago on her birthday. I walked her home, and that was the last I've seen her. And now she's been coming around hanging out. We're about to go on tour. And here I am, like, thinking, oh, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? Am I, am I harboring a fugitive? Am I about to be America's Most Wanted or some shit? Like, is, is anything to do with me? So I was, like, getting nosy, and I think the detective, like, kind of saw that, like, obviously, I think he knew from the get-go I had nothing to do with it. He was just trying to have fun with me or something. You know something. what I think they want to know? They know that you're not the one who did this. They want to know, have they come to you talking about this? Do you know anything about this? Basically, this this uh, poor individual who... Uh, the girl who was dead. The, the girl who passed away. Um, she was last seen with this girl. Uh, and, and this is where, like... She was, like, living an hour away, and I wasn't, like, actively hanging out with her. She had her, had her own life and stuff and would come around when we had things going on and stuff. And apparently she was with some other guy that was, like, some sketchy dude. That not, I, the, not, the, not the girl who passed away, but the girl no, who sucked your dick. Some, the, the girl who sucked my dick was hanging out with some other guy. Yeah. And I think the three of them, the girl who, who passed away, and then were hanging out or something happened. And to this day, I believe it's still an unsolved mystery. Yeah. Well, they uh, they were they were seen on camera all leaving together, and 
she was found uh, dead, like, in a driveway. Like, those little gutters. Yeah. Near, like, some cul-de-sac or something. And, uh... How was she... How... What do they think? How did she die, do they think? I don't... I really don't know yeah. what... How they thought she died. I don't know if she got ran over. It wasn't, like, a... It wasn't, a, like, an entry wound or anything. Like yeah. A stabbing or a bullet hole wound or anything like that. It was some type of impact or yeah. something. Some... I don't know. I'm not Yeah, bugging. you're right, right. I have no idea. <laughs> For the record, to this day. However, um... This girl that I had knew yeah. that was coming around and doing stuff with us, sweet as all get out ever. We, she was one of the girls who get drunk and like, whoa, get a little spicy. Okay, yeah. like, where's my phone? Other than that, she was one of those girls that would fall in love real quick and start dating some guy. And the next thing, they're like moving out, and getting an apartment. She was that type of chick. She was, she was like a, she was a chick that you know you would wife up and shit if you yeah. were done playing the game. You know. Yeah. And. um you know, at the time, I definitely wasn't done playing the fucking game. Yeah. So me and her never really worked out, never penetrated her. And uh, fucking... That's good because your dick might have been called to the stand. Yeah, you never know. And that's going to have to be a really short stand. So, uh... They get the kid's chair out. <laughs> fuck. Um, so the detective... Detective's, like, showing me all this shit. I'm just sitting there like, I don't know, bro. Like, and I'm in shock because I know this girl is, like, this sweet, innocent, like, fun-loving yeah. chick. And now they're... They're trying to, like, pin her at the scene of a crime that I had nothing to do with. I, was, I, I wasn't even, like, around the situation. But it happened a little bit before my Halloween party that year. And I guess on the, on the deceased body, there was a plane ticket uh, bought with the girl's name on it. The other girl's name on it. The girl that I knew. Yeah. To this day, I still don't know if I ever met this other girl. Yeah. Uh, God rest her soul. And and I don't say any of this to make light of it. I'm yeah. not even trying to be funny right now. This is not a funny story. It's like, this is a crazy real story. And um, when I when I met with the detective, I'm like thinking, like, well, shit, I'm not trying to fucking hide anything. I got yeah. nothing to hide. I'm not trying to be like fucking 6'9 over here either. Yeah. But I'm still like, yo, hey, fucking, I got nothing to do with this. So... He asked me to call her. To call the girl you know. Yeah, and he's like, hey, can you, can you get her to come over here? And I was like, Phew. and I'm thinking, like, they, they, they use that, like, yo, so you got nothing to hide, so go ahead and fucking call her. So yeah. I'm like, all right. So, like, hey, what's up, blah, blah, blah. Can you come hang out? She's like, what's wrong? And I just, like, was honest. I was like, hey, um, there's a detective over here, and he wants to talk he's to like, you. <laughs> she loses it loses it like goes crazy hangs with the phone like fuck them get it i'm like what the fuck like any normal person would be like what and i was like whoa what the fuck's going on and i told him he 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 saw the whole situation and i'm like bro i don't want to tell you and then uh he had showed me a photo of this ticket with her name on it and not only was she seen last leaving with this girl i guess from from the strip club yeah uh she was also her, there was a fucking a flight ticket that was bought in her name to go to Ohio to meet with this DJ that we know who was trying to play Captain Savaho. Yeah. I was like, yeah, baby, I'll fly you out. Da-da-da. You know, hey, you know, you, you, we fucking, right? We fucking. Yeah. And she was probably down the fuck at first. Yeah. But he kind of like pressured her a little bit too much and was trying to guarantee some pussy. And like, hey, I'm spending like, you know, $150 on a yeah. spirit flight Yeah, she's ticket. already like, nah, I ain't feeling it. So she kept asking me. And I remember she kept asking me like, hey, I, 
blah 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 dj asked me to come because they got this thing with icp and da, 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 da. should i go and i'm like well hey do what you want to do but we're having a crazy ass fucking party yeah and you know this dude's been known to be trying to holler at some of my scallywags and trying to you know scoop them up and yeah be like, save come be i'll make you famous baby dude like you know that's the type of dude this guy is and um i was just like hey whatever and i remember her uh kept asking me like should i go should i go i'm like listen the guy obviously wants to fuck he's already told you so if you're not cool with that you should probably just not go and and you know whatever maybe get him see if you get a refund or something and i remember um her saying i'm not gonna go fucking i i it's like i want to be she had picked out her like costume contest from a halloween yeah or for, her costumes from a halloween party and her being all excited about going and then she was basically telling me, no, I'm, I'm not going to go. And then finally she came home. And she was like, oh, well, she came to my house one day. And she's like, I'm not going to go. I'm, that's it. I'm, I don't feel comfortable. I'm, this is weird. And then I don't know what the time span was. It had to have been within the week or so. I remember her coming in. And I remember hearing the door close kind of like frantically. I'm like, what the fuck? Who slammed the damn door? And she's crying. And she's freaking out. And she's like telling me. Oh my God! Something bad happened. Oh my God! Something happened. I can't tell you. You don't want to know. And she was basically trying to tell me her life's like in danger type of vibe. That's the vibe I yeah. got from her, and that she so desperately wanted to tell me what had happened, but she didn't want to like involve me. Thank God. I don't know. Yeah. And um, I remember being just like. I, you don't. I haven't heard about this this girl who died yet. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck. I didn't find this out till months and months later. And when he when this detective was mentioning this plane ticket, I was like, oh my god, Orlando to Ohio, and they were going to drive from Ohio to Michigan for this concert. I was like, I know where that plane ticket came from, and I was able to piece that together. Yeah. And I kind of think I helped both sides. I think I helped kind of like clear her name. But at the same time, I pieced some things together. And I was, like, kind of thinking the, the Magnum P.I. in me was, like, okay, if she killed this girl, why the fuck would she, like, let a fucking plane flight ticket be on her dead body covered in blood with her name and shit on it? Didn't make sense. So Mr. Detective in me was, like, thinking, well, yeah, I don't know. It sounds like something happened. She was there. And this other sketchy dude who we know was with them has not been seen since. And I think that he did or knows or I don't know if it was deliberate or something. I don't fucking know. But what makes it even crazier is when the detective came, I guess he talked to the family of the deceased. And I met this, uh, I, I met the uncle of the deceased girl. I didn't meet him. I talked to him on the phone. He hit me up. He like blew my phone up. And I was like, oh, man, I don't want to get into this. But I felt like morally obligated to help, you know, find this guy peace. You know, like, I don't know. So I told him everything that I knew about the situation. And then that this girl would not talk to me about any of it. Like, basically disappeared, ghosted. And uh, I wanted to, you know, clear my name because I had nothing to fucking hide. And, and this poor this poor girl, a young, hot girl who lived in, around the Central Florida area that had, had lost her life. And I, I don't know how. I don't know why, I, but I feel that the girl that I knew that sucked my dick that one lonely night, I feel like she knew, here I am, talking to, to the, 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 the deceased's uncle, 
and I could tell he had like had some he had some money and he was like putting a lot of efforts into investigating and he was frustrated with the police work and he was like doing everything he can to find justice which I wholeheartedly believe this girl family deserves uh, peace of mind and everything and uh, I was like in this weird area like okay do I fucking tell this girl to go on tour with us and she may or may not have something to do with a fucking murder or or do I fucking just fucking you know keep my mouth shut keep moving and but I, what was the biggest the biggest issue about uh, her going on tour with you with the uh what? The bus. Oh. No, no, that was... No, I can't. Yeah, I can. I was like, oh, shit. We have her on the side of the bus. <laughs> what did we have to do? And, and I had to literally, like, cover her face. And and some people, the hardcore followers are watching it. or They're, they're watching it. They're a member of MikeBeachy.com because they want to come party with us and come experience this and re- re- reap the rewards of being a member. And they're also watching this because they get to see it. Yeah. But if they're listening to it on Spotify or Apple or whatever, iHeartRadio, they're only hearing this. But a lot of y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. And for legal reasons, I'm not going to say no names. However, I um, was super hard up at the time and didn't know exactly <laughs> how we're getting across America. So this uncle of the deceased was like, Hey, Mike, so nice. Guy, so nice. Was like, Mike, if there's anything that you need, like, if you just, like, you know, let me know, I, I will I will make happen. And I was like, huh? What does that mean? Like, I'm wondering if he's like, I feel like he's trying to, like, hey, if you got something to tell me, please right. tell me. By the way, there's a reward or some shit. Right. And I'm, like, thinking, like, fuck, I don't got nothing for this guy other than, and I talked to him for hours. Like I could call this guy right now, and he'll pick up my phone. Yeah, that's he was such a nice dude, and and, and my heart goes out to him and the rest of his family. And uh, he was like, "Hey, if if you needed like an RV or a bus or something, <laughs> like you know, because uh, he he was following all my social media. So here I am, like, okay, do I hang out with alleged fucking suspect? Go on tour." Then I got, like, what's right to do. I'm in this weird situation. This girl sucked my dick a fucking year and a half ago. Uh, I'm not in love with her. I have no emotional connection other than she's, like, my friend. I know something happened. I know there's some other Jamaican drug dealer dude who was there. I think he fucking did something. I think something accidentally happened. I don't fucking know. But I felt so bad in, like, in this awkward, weird situation because I was thinking, like, the business, I was going to go, I'm, like, invested in this girl. She's a part of my brand. Like, I got a fucking Casey Anthony on my hands. Here. I got a, a hot chick that fucking may or may not merch somebody. And now I'm fucking getting her to go on tour with her and all this shit. So what happened? What do I fuck? What do you mean what happened? I feel like you're trying to t- t- trick, tell me, to pressure me to tell something that I want to talk about. I don't know. All I know is that fucking I said everything I fucking knew to that detective. and to the, I talked to the, to the uncle so many times after that. And he definitely was definitely trying to buy me a new RV and was like, hey, I can solve all your problems. I've seen that you posted on your fucking Instagram. You're looking for a tour bus. And, and I was like, oh, my God. And I don't got nothing. I don't, I'm not going to make something up. I don't know what yeah. to say. And uh, it unfortunately, like, ruined, like, my, like, I mean, kind of ruined our relationship with the girl because I was like, what the fuck? We had to cover on the bus, too. Yeah, we had to. <laughs> we, the, we took the rabbit head. <laughs> Uh, vinyl and covered her head up with the fuck we covered 
this individual's face with the rabbit head, uh, with a vinyl rabbit head. And, and he get to get up. a cutout of it. And then we cut out the eyes so we could look out the tour bus <laughs> and so see. we could see. And do I think she killed her? No. Do I think that she knows what happened? I feel she does. And I think that she may, she may have been running with somebody who put the fear of her in, into her and seen what he did or seen what happened. And I feel that to this day, she will not fucking tell a soul, not me, not no one else. And it is like, I don't know I think the say. most important part of that story is we didn't have enough money to c- cover the whole vinyl. <laughs> and we just have to have to put a rabbit head over a possible murder. Oh, yeah. Well, we definitely couldn't afford that. We're like, hey, can you... I think I think I remember, I remember bitching about like yo, it's gonna cost one hundred fifty bucks to print out a fucking rabbit head vinyl so we can stick over this thing. Yeah, and that's how that's how uh, Abusey Beauty fucking became a rabbit real fucking quick, uh, so that we could continue this tour because uh, unfortunately, uh, I don't know what happened. I wish I did. <laughs> I'm glad you don't. I'm I'm glad I don't either. I'm and I feel like I don't want to like. It's not that I can incriminate myself or anything, but I literally. Uh, heard things and i wasn't there and i told him exactly i said listen this girl showed up to my house like and scared out of her mind freaking out crying and i think that this random jamaican dude who's not been not been seen since then that i know of i think he did or knows of and she just happened to be along for the ride and it's unfortunate and uh yeah it's it's this isn't a funny story so some of you are like waiting for like the punchline. It's just uh That's what I was trying to end before. it with the decal cutout, and then you just took it right back. Yeah, but the moral <laughs> story is our Halloween party's going to be off the fucking chain. And then uh, you should definitely fucking be there. And if you're not a member, go to mybeast.com. Is it? No, I can't do a promo to become a member after a... Like That's all we got because the show's over now. Is it? Oh, we can't end it. No, Mike, no. Mike, Mike, Mike. Yeah, we, we cannot end I the show. I tried to make bring it back to something, and then you're like, no, that's that's funny. Let's pass that. All right, uh, can you just tell me, a story about you jacking off or something in a woodshed or something? It's the end of our show, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, that oh, my God. It, what the fuck you, Miguel? <laughs> you got you to keep a little eye on the direction you're headed sometimes. So. Oh, I don't keep the watch clock on me. Okay? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. When I'm telling fucking uh, stripper stories, I sometimes I go to dark tunnels that, you know, if you want to hear some fake shit, go listen to some fucking bullshit podcast. <laughs> You're going to hear real true life stories and, and, and our uh, take on it. And we appreciate you listening. We thank you all you members who support this. Uh, and remember, if- go to MikeBusey.com forward slash members because uh, in a couple weeks, we're going to uh, put up the RSVP for Drunk People in Costumes. And it's October 1st, up. you can, you can uh, start. Gold members can start. October 2nd, uh, silver members. And October 3rd, all you new members, you've got to RSVP because the party's going to fill up. Yeah, because we're, we're, even though it's, uh, we're still having the party, we're definitely still going to wink, 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 uh, fucking make sure we're within the, the legal parameters of safe uh, yes. social distancing. I don't know. Like, does this all go away and the election happens? Does COVID get probably? Cured? But the we're we're gonna be here's the deal. We're going to jail for a while for this party, and I'm we're doing it for you. To, yeah, I'm willing to go to jail because it's Halloween. Yeah, and the, the, and the damn train will not fucking stop. We're not stopping it, guys. Pla- uh, fucking pandemic, pandemic, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it is not stopping. Drunk people in costumes. It's gonna be October thirtieth, thirty first, and then the first November first. Oh, yeah, we're, we're partying all the way into the month of November. All the way, man. On behalf of myself and Mike Busey, thank you for listening to the Mike Busey thank Show. Thank you, guys. We love you. Good night.
Good morning. Good afternoon. Whatever the fuck it is when you're listening to this shit. Goodbye. <laughs> good. It was good.